Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottas, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew, and we're throwing down on what we like to call a wasted Wednesday, popping the tops, tipping back the glasses, and apparently like the Boston Red Sox, we're here to kick some asses. Man, I cannot believe 2-0. Man, they are dropping the hammer, buddy. Good for them. Lindy, I know. Uh, thanks for calling us number one, by the way. We certainly appreciate the uh, the love you delivered on uh, on Twitter. Thanks, as always, friend. <laughs> Mass holes, dude. What are you gonna do? <laughs> no, it's all good, man. It's good to see you having a having a fun time up there. Game one, man. Enjoy enjoy the ride. Whatever comes of this series, and I'd say I think all of us are kind of pulling. For, well, pulling may not be the thing. I think all of us re- kind of called our shots for the Red Sox, and we didn't. Obviously, you know, I mean, we're two games in at this point, so we're gonna have to kind of call back to what we said, uh, and we'll we'll discuss that a little bit, but. Um, Enjoy the series, man. I know you're having a good time uh, dropping all that smack on social media. And uh, I don't know. Enjoy the ride, dude. Anyway, let's get everybody in here uh, just for good measure. You know what? Quite honestly, given the absolute beatdown, absolute beatdown, the Colts laid on the bills, bro. That's right. Andrew freaking luck. (laughs) Only 323 times, man. (laughs) What? Hey. Hey, man. That's right, the one and only Twitter Terminator, baby. What's going on? (laughs) It was nice to see one of those games for once. Oh, a rare treat. I I think it's more that Buffalo's that bad more than Indy was that good. Hey, I'll take it. How on earth did they beat Minnesota? I mean, you know what I'm saying? I I have no idea. (laughs) Any given Sunday? Yeah. I guess it's the motto. Something like that. Oh, and uh, thank you to DStat for talking me into picking the Colts in uh, my survivor pool. That was that was an astute pick. Good job. You know, I was going to Atlanta. I think you got a little salty that I was taking Atlanta. So yeah. I was like, all right, let me uh, let me take Indy. Atlanta was a reasonable choice, to be fair, yeah. and that's a good team to get out of the way. But honestly, to get the Colts out of the way is probably that that's more advantageous. Dude, I got the Colts and the Browns out of the way. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, that's great. Man, <laughs> high fives to you, bro. Well done, if, man. If, if only in week three I'd taken the Giants. Hey, but you're still alive. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, I was out of the survivor pool in week two. No, week three? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's when Buffalo beat Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, so. thanks, Vikings. Oh, that's right, because I lost I lost on Saints-Bucks and Vikings-Bills. Come on, man. Seriously? Yeah, Saints-Bucks was the one that got me first week. <sighs> Ridiculous. But. Oh well, oh, it, got, it got a lot of people. I, well, to be fair, at least I got taken out by two games that probably took out like, you know, the people that were so, out in week three probably made yeah. the exact same picks that I did. So you can't feel but so bad about that. Sixty five percent of the ridiculous. picks that week were Minnesota. I thought you were going to say Nathan Peterman, but <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm just kidding. That about too. That. <laughs> by, by the way, my favorite one of my favorite things on Twitter this week was um, they were talking about Derek Anderson yeah. and. The last two throws he had in 2016 as a starting quarterback were interceptions, and somebody hey. made the comment, "Well, he knows the Buffalo offense already." <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> That's terrible. He did have four turnovers in the game, so womp womp. Well, Nathan Peterman is proud. Yeah. Did they have a "We Want Peterman" chant? No, nah, it was in Indy. Well, maybe they wanted <laughs> him. Who knows? They, it doesn't matter. They could have chanted that in Indy. 
It don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. But just an absolute thump. And so thank you, Colts defense. Played you in fantasy. Thanks, guys. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Some points there, buddy. Yeah, yeah. My opponent played Denver. I was like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> but then <laughs> and the Colts bailed me out, dude. And they, did, they didn't do as well as Denver did. Absolutely, you know, wrecking shop against Arizona. But Oh, Lord. You know. Enough. Two pick sixes in the Enough. first half. Enough. I mean, my God. I'll, t- I'll, I'll take that. Uh, anyway, oh, I know D-Stats moved on to, uh, to uh, basketball. So, uh, to be fair, as we bring him in here, I guess I need to say, uh, actually, let's get a song queued up just for good measure. There we go. There we go. Uh, since you have moved on to basketball, I guess it is fair to ask you about the Rockets-Lakers basket brawl, otherwise known as Spit Happens. <laughs> so I, yes, that's the sad stuff to me. I mean, it, it, I'm not saying it's not relevant. It's it was just crazy. It was ridiculous. I want to get back to basketball. Uh, the suspensions were, you know, right, necessary, and uh, yeah, let's get back to basketball. <laughs> well, the one thing I'll say is uh, the intensity out of the gate in the NBA is pretty strong, isn't it? It is. Uh, it definitely is. It's, 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 it's going to be a fun season. Yeah, they, the people are like ramping up. I mean, this is like, uh, uh-uh, we're we're here, man. Let's roll, dude. I like some a lot, intensity. A lot, man. High scoring, a lot of high scoring games. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been fun. Yeah, strong start, man. Are you ready to hit your cue, bro? Yes, sir. All right, three brewing fun, baby. Woo! Woo! One more. Was that like a Vegas woo? <laughs> yes, it was. That's good, man. Look, I hope so. We do love some SVP, right? Love SVP, Always. but you know he has stand for Steve. But you know what we have? The sports brew has DC D stat. <laughs> That's what go. we got, buddy. That's what we got, man. And look, y'all are setting up for this Vegas trip, and I hope that you've got some fun parlays, some fun plays, some some bets, some some good wagers in between tasty beverages and whatever other shenanigans. You're gonna get yourself into. I hope you have some betting fun. So, just out of curiosity, is there any like one or two bets that you feel like you have to make? So, you know, you'll be surprised, but I, I haven't, I haven't delved into yet. I, I'm, I'm gonna have time on the on, you know, on the flight. A, obviously, long, long flights there. So, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna start doing my research All there. Right. Um, so, I haven't, haven't prepped up yet. But my goal is there should be at least one or two large ones. So, I'm sure I, I'd be happy to, you know. Take picture of the uh, of the sheet and, sit and uh, post on the sports wall so everybody can you know hopefully root with me or against me if you don't like me that's fine. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so nice. make make a couple of big ones and see uh, yeah. see what kind of damage you can do there. You should. You should. How much um, does it cost to like bet a parlay? Like how much do you have to bet? I mean it's it's it's, it's the same same as you know as just in any online books. I mean you can. You can bet as much or as little as you want to. I, th- I would probably say most places the minimum is probably going to be a dollar. But honestly, if you want to just put a dollar bet down on, they'll they'll take it. They'll take any action. Um, I mean, it's a buck. It's a buck, but I mean, if you if you if you parlay enough things together, you can win some good money. Like, you know. Bovada is pretty funny. They they uh they've gotten to uh, sharing on social media like whatever the largest successful parlay is each week, and usually right. it's you know. These dudes, who I, I you know, kudos to them. It's parlays are fun, but parlays are kind of the devil. But you know, dudes took like eight, ten, twelve random teams, parlay them all together for ten, twenty bucks, and you end up winning, you know, five figures because if you put enough you know, teams together and they all hit, you know, that's that's what that's what can happen. Hey, 
Well, I, I wonder wish if you we the... should pull some money together and do a parlay for the sports brew. <laughs> sure. I'll be all about that. All right. Sorry, Captain. Didn't mean to cut no, you off. No, no, no. It's no, it's no problem, dude. It's no problem, dude. Maybe DSAT can throw some, uh, maybe DCD stat can set up. We want to avoid the bad beats, though, okay? Yes. All right. We want to oh, avoid bad Lord. beats. You know, we can have brew beats because that would be good, but we want to avoid the bad beats. Right. Agreed. So maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe we can have some fun and throw a couple dollars. You know, these stats out there with the rolling big time, have you know, throwing down the bucks. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. I like, I, it. I, I like that idea, man. That's fun. It'll give us a little extra story just for good measure, man. All right. And Randy, as I bring in, man, I know there's not a lot of highlights from that Rams 49ers game. I mean, quite frankly, the best thing, let's be honest, was the unveiling of the catch statue. After that, it seemed like a gigantic bag of flaming dog poop. So, <laughs> I mean, I mean, what like what else do you say, dude? The best part of that game was the unveiling of a statue. Yeah, I kind of got nothing. I mean, I had a feeling that game was not going to go well just because it's the Rams. They're undefeated. They're looking like they're on their way to, you know, the Super Bowl at this rate. I mean, it's just ridiculous, but... Well, what can you do but go back to the drawing board and just try to fix some of the fundamental mistakes that they've been making, like turning the ball over and missed tackles and just, you know, keeping the, you know, keeping penalties down. It's that's just seems like the same damn story every week. How about how about stopping Aaron Donald? Yeah, that that could work that, too. That dude um, was like a one man wrecking crew, bro. He was all uh, yeah. over them. Just, what did he have? Four sacks, a, a couple of forced fumbles, and, and you know, a fumble recovery. I mean, that dude was balling, man. Goodness gracious. Side note, side note. Todd Gurley had 129 uh, total yards in that game. That dude has nearly a thousand scrimmage yards or yards from scrimmage in seven games. That's ridiculous. I mean, just nasty. As for their Super Bowl chances, 24 teams have started seven and zero since 1990, which is your current playoff format. 100% made the playoffs. I mean, my God, if you start 7-0 and didn't make the playoffs, you're like, I guess, the Chiefs how from a couple years. Yeah, how do you have that up? 95.8% won their division, and 25%, so 6 out of 24, won the Super Bowl. So the Rams are sitting in a nice spot. Um, I haven't looked at their schedule. I would imagine it gets a little – there's got to be some meat to that schedule somewhere. Uh, I, I would Kansas City at one point. Yeah, that, that'll be an entertaining game. Uh, should be, and you know, with teams like that where they're that strong out of the gate, and you know what I mean. By the time you get to this part of the season, you start looking ahead and you go, okay, if you navigate the next four or five games, if you're you know ten and zero or twelve and one, you know that kind of thing, and you've got the division locked up, we'll see how the rest of the NFC breaks. But what to me, what you start to worry about is how you play the last two to three weeks of the season, and can you keep your foot on the gas? And Lord knows, Shannon, we'd certainly had this issue with the Colts in years past, oh, where they were they were really good and they they took their you know took the proverbial foot off the gas late in the season, and I think it, you know in my opinion it cost them. So I'll be Absolutely. very curious with the Chiefs, with the Rams, with I don't know that that's going to be so much a Patriots thing. They're they're too old, veteran, and savvy to to have that as as their problem. Um, but I would think the Chiefs and the Rams. I really want to see how they handle it, uh, given their trajectory and their path. 
we don't, I mean, they might eat a couple of games somewhere, you know, over the next month or two. It's certainly possible. But, uh, you know, how do they handle the last two or three weeks of the season if they've largely sewn up, you know, their playoff spot, seeding, et cetera? Uh, and do they stay sharp all the way through? And maybe that's a bigger risk for the Rams than anybody. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, point of curiosity. But uh, anywho, um, interesting week overall in the NFL. Certainly some good games. I mean, a couple of duds for sure. But <laughs> I can, number one, I can't believe the Eagles choked away a 17-point lead again. Although, you know, I, I think, uh, I think Shannon, you had a dialogue on Twitter with Matt, and he was saying the flip flip side of that is that was a great comeback by Cam Newton. And it really was. You have to give Cam Newton yeah. and the Panthers a lot of credit for that. But I, I just can't believe they had it. They were up 17-0 in the fourth quarter and, and blew that game. I mean, credit to the Panthers. Credit, credit, credit to the Panthers and, and Cam Newton and what they did. Uh, but just, I don't know. And then they also had some ugly end game sequences. That part was weird. Uh, the Jaguars continued implosion is bizarre to me. The Cowboys, <laughs> the doink, I love that. Um, you know, the, the Patriots bears game was fantastically entertaining. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of good football stuff, right? I mean, there's some ugly and there's some teams that are really, really bad. And then you have this continued monstrosity of a season that's unfolding uh, with the Raiders, which is terribly bizarre. Uh, but I think it's clear at this point that Gruden is going to, you know, we were talking about it the other week, you know, if you don't like your team or you have these struggles, blow them up. Well, that dude is for real blowing the Raiders up. I don't know how that's going to work out for them, other than this season's probably going to really suck. Uh, but yeah. it, it is it is quickly becoming very clear that that Gruden is just flat out deconstructing that team, and it's a fair question to you know to look at Derek Carr and just think is he even going to be there? You have all these random things. Hey, Go ahead. E- easy with that. You may make him cry now. I know. <laughs> hey, uh, next four weeks for the Rams uh, while we are yeah. talking about that. Versus Green Bay at New yep. Orleans. Yep. Ver- uh, at home versus Seattle, then home versus Kansas City, then the bye week. That's a tough month, man. It is. That's a tough month. Actually, that game against Kansas City is in Mexico City. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. But then after the bye, they get the Lions, Bears, and Eagles, and then the Cards and Niners. So well, Cards and Niners, yeah. I mean, they they pfft. their next seven games are definitely gonna yeah. be not cakewalks, but it's not like they couldn't easily you know walk all over them every well, single one of those teams. Green Green Bay is semi dangerous. That and that's really that's about Aaron Rodgers more than anything else. Mm. The Kansas City game is, should be a fun one. Uh, that obviously it, it has the potential to be a Super Bowl preview kind of game um, if they if they both got to that that point and they're you know at this stage of the season you can look at both of those teams and say I can at least see that happening I'm not saying it will but that you know Kansas City New England felt like a playoff setup like we're gonna see that again and Rams Kansas City I could see that as a potential Super Bowl very very clearly at this stage but yeah that no, that's a tough month they don't have to worry about the back end of the season. Cards and Niners, man, they're fine on that one. I guess they can coast <laughs> at the very end and play a half. <laughs> Probably be all they need. Eh, I don't know. Hmm. Maybe the Eagles will be decent by then. Maybe they'll have figured it out. Well, I think they're hurting a little bit because they don't have that physical run game. You know, they've lost to Jai for the season. They don't that have hurt. Blunt anymore. So they don't really have that physical running presence to kind of like kill the kill the end of the game you know 
Well, I think they're it, missing that a little bit. Yeah, I mean that's a fair point. I, I don't know that they have the same. You know, what's that old saying? You know, it's not the size of the dog in the fight; it's the size of the fight in the dog. You know, I mean, they they had a pretty magical run at the end of last year. I mean, to be fair, I mean, it looked like that wasn't going to happen. And, you know, Foles was just Herculean for a while. I just, I don't think they have the same fight in them this year. I really don't. Yeah, it's it's a yeah, Super Bowl hangover. It's yeah, a real deal. Yeah, and, and that's fair commentary. It's just kind of odd to be in position and then to just kind of misplay their hand a couple of times. Again, you know, give credit to to the Panthers. Um, they had, uh, I didn't really intend to lead with this game, but that's okay. Um, the Panthers had three straight touchdown drives, 80 yards, 81 yards, and 69 yards, by the way. And I believe the Eagles only had like a, a relatively minuscule amount of yards. They had a real big defensive PI call that got, that got them a ton of yardage, but, but I think they only like legit gained like 22 or something goofy. And the, 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 the Panthers had like 226 yards in the fourth quarter alone. You know, um, you had Curtis Samuel in the end around. That was a 14-yard touchdown run. Panthers missed the, missed the extra point, made it 17-6. And next drive, Newton hit Funches in the end zone. That was an 18-yard touchdown. Plus, they got the two-point conversion, 17-14. And then um, a, a next possession, the, the Panthers ended up going for it on fourth. Cam managed to get the ball to Torrey Smith, former Eagle. Got a 35-yard gain out of that. They finished off the drive with a red zone touchdown to Greg Olson. That was Olson's first touchdown of the season, by the way. Uh, obviously, yeah. he had the injury with the foot, so he, he's missed some time. And, you know, then the Panthers are up 21-17. to 17. But, you know, the Eagles had a chance. You know, they had that huge defensive P.I. call, set them up with good field position. They got a break with that Eric Reed almost interception, got overturned because the ball hit the ground. And I, I think this is the one thing I really didn't like. It, it, it was fourth and two. They had about 30 seconds left. And, it, it, like, to me, I'm like, pick up the first, man. Try to pick up the first. And I didn't, you know, obviously hindsight's always twenty twenty, and you get to kind of go revisionist history when a play doesn't work. So that's always tough, your armchair quarterbacking. But I would have liked their chances more to really go for the first down, and then you then you have multiple shots at the end zone. Uh, Wentz was under pressure, ball got popped out of there, and, and the, the game was just over. But, uh, you know, sometimes that's how it goes. So for the Panthers, fourth largest – actually, that was their largest fourth quarter comeback – in franchise history and you know maybe cam newton has been checking the old stam newton suggestion box one thing he said <laughs> said in the postgame presser that i thought was a very salient point uh he said when you talk about the development or the dna of good teams winning on the road and winning close games is something you have to do right and and that's legit man that's a that's a that's a tremendously legitimate and mature statement um and that was a quality comeback and a quality win and look at you <laughs> using big words, man. <laughs> That's because I haven't had a lot to drink yet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what was it? Sa- salient? Salient, yes. Salient statement. Man. <laughs> Captain taking our vocabulary up another I, level. Look, I try, guys. Raise the bar. You know, raise the bar, then drink the bar. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> what are you going to do? But, you know, kudos, kudos to the Panthers on that. But I, I think this, you know... The Eagles aren't done yet. I'm not. I'm not kicking dirt on them, but to me, they're they're not. They're clearly not where they need to be if they're gonna, you know, make a make a stand to defend their title. I just don't know that it's that they have enough in the tank. But maybe they surprise us. You know, you take a couple in the chin early season. They clearly have some talent in a lot of positions. I don't know that they've sorted out the run game yet. 
and, and some of the decision making and execution left a little bit to be desired. And quite frankly, you got to finish games. You got to finish drives. You got to finish games. And they Absolutely. didn't do that. And it, you're up seventeen zip. <laughs> I mean, you got to go through yeah. the throat, man. You got to knock them out. Yeah, old LL Cool J. You know, Mama said knock you out. They didn't do that. So credit to the Panthers, but I'm I'm just I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Everybody like uh, Philly against Jacksonville over over the pond this weekend. Oh God, the way that Jacksonville's been playing. Yeah, dude. Man, I, I think Philly gets right on on this. Yeah, given the way the Jaguars are playing right now, that seems like a get right game um, for Philadelphia. Although I don't know, they're not. <laughs> Jacksonville has been playing a lot of get wrong games. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, look, when you're talking about Deshaun Watson taking a bus, 12-hour bus ride to Jacksonville instead of flying with the team due to a bruised lung, you're like, oh, my God, why aren't you arresting that guy? You know what I'm saying? And um, then he takes the field and beats you. And then, yeah, I mean, D-Hop certainly, you know, balled out versus Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, he had a real, real nice – yeah, he had that smooth one-handed grab. He had mm. – you know where he's skying up for that uh, touchdown reception in the third quarter to put the, pe- uh, the put the Texans up twenty to nothing. I mean, the Jaguars' offense is an absolute damn dumpster fire, dude. Bortles is out there fumbling and bu- fumbling and bumbling. You know, wide receivers are dropping balls all over the damn place. Yeah, I know. Uh-oh. I know. Uh-oh. I know. I know. You said I know. Balls. I did. Um, they're out there dropping stuff all over the place. I mean. You know, with but I think when Bortles got benched, I think he was six of twelve for sixty-one yards and a couple of fumbles. I mean that that's oh, that's atrocious. Nathan Peterman approves. Yeah, Nathan Peterman says good job, good effort. Uh, <laughs> I mean, look, Cody Kessler comes in there, it gets a touchdown to make it twenty to seven, and <laughs> given the state of the Jaguars right now, it, I know they had a moment of excitement. But they're clearly that's a team that's in free fail or you know what I mean. You can say free fall, but let's go free fail. Uh, Kessler has a throw that bounces off the hands of the wide receiver and right to the Texans for a pick. You know what I mean? It's just they've got they've got a just an absolute crap storm of stuff going on. Um, this is Marone's first three game losing streak as Jaguars head coach. You know, in the post game, he talked about benching Bortles to try to spark the team. It looked like it worked for a moment, but they've got a lot of stuff going on. And we, we've given them a lot of love, and they got a lot of love from the end of really this chunk of time at the end of last season. They were a good team. They pushed New England pretty hard, and <clears throat> they had really high expectations coming into this year. And they're just, they're not delivering. They have been outscored 90 to 28 during their three game losing streak. Ninety to twenty-eight, dude. You are not winning squat if that's if that's what you're doing. Nah, I, I mean they've had some offensive line injuries. They lost their top receiver, their top two tight ends. Fournette's not playing, so I mean I there's a little bit more to it than Bortles sucking ass. But I, know. I mean, well, they they need uh, a run game. They need a run game to set Bortles up. Yeah, he needs all that working so he can be effective. If it's not working, then you're screwed. Look, he's just trying to do Eli Manning a favor, man. You know what I mean? People are all giving all this hate to Eli. He's like, yo, hold my beer. <laughs> watch, watch me suck this up, dude. I mean, you know, Jalen Ramsey in the postgame is talking about, you know, and I'm paraphrasing, but y'all see how it is in here. It's no secret what's going on here right now. Nobody's going to say it because we can't. I mean, he he like did everything except say Blake Bortles by name. But the defense, they're not they're not carrying the water either, dude. I was gonna say, man, he's he's got. I mean, D Hop made him look average. I mean, for all all that, I don't know. Maybe this is like 
maybe this is a little bit of payback for all the running of his mouth that dude did. You know what I'm saying? Because there was a he talked a lot of talk. He talked a whole lot of talk in the offseason so leading up to this year. And at the I moment, mean, didn't not, he do the article where he talked yeah. junk about all the quarterbacks? Every yeah, yeah, talked junk yeah. about tons of people, tons of people. Yeah, how's that working out for you? Yeah, well, they've lost three in a row and four of five. In their four losses, they've scored thirty-four points. <laughs> I mean, at this point, this team is their own worst enemy. I mean, for, if I if I remember correctly. The, the reporters had the locker room door open and someone was being held back so they were trying to start a fight just because yeah. of all that all the crap going on so I think yeah because Calais Campbell was holding somebody back because they were, he was going after somebody yeah I mean you know I, I, th- I don't remember if it was last week or the week prior we were talking about it and I was like you know I, th- I think most of us kind of feel like the Jaguars can turn it around and get out of this but they're really close if they don't sort this out quickly it just feels like the year is going to get away from them um, side note, nice three-year, $54 million extension, Blake Bortles. Enjoy that. Enjoy that cash. <laughs> <laughs> Straight cash, homie. Straight cash. I mean, did you know that since entering the league, Blake Bortles leads the NFL in interception, and he is second in fumbles? That doesn't surprise me one bit. Yeah. Nathan Peterman is jealous. <laughs> Nathan Peterman says, man. <laughs> Nathan Peterman is trying to catch him. If, and quick, if, yeah. Well, if they would, if the Bills would start him, he might he, he might rack that up this season. Um, right. Side note: Do you remember when Marone? I think it was last year, and Marone was asked about the ideal number of times Bortles would throw it in the game, and he said none. <laughs> <laughs> I guess now we know why. <laughs> this is very true. Yeah, uh, he's probably an old school guy. He just likes the run game. Yeah. yeah. Dot dot dot, and knows that Bortles sucks. Yeah. Well, they better hope Fournette gets right. Real soon, real soon. That and Carlos Hyde gets up to speed. I mean, yeah, I don't think I, it's not a reasonable expectation to think that Hyde's going to come in and be, you know, his ceiling is Fournette. But Dude, they, they clearly I heard need. They were so I heard they were so desperate. They're considering bringing in Flowers, who New York just cut. Ugh. Well, I've seen reports where they're like, "This is the, this would be the time for the Jags to sign Colin Kaepernick." Yeah, yeah, well, if I'm Colin. I'm not sure I'm signing it behind that offensive line. No, probably not. <laughs> and you're gonna you're gonna see Kaepernick come up. His name come up quite a bit. The Jaguars would certainly be one of those teams that you go. May, I mean, he really should be. You know, I, I think it was actually Malcolm Jenkins said the Jaguars are proof that Colin Kaepernick should have a job. Uh, yeah. yeah. So are, so is Buffalo. So is so is Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. By the we way, did, 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 did anybody like Malcolm Jenkins versus Eric Reed at the beginning of that game? <laughs> Woo! Little little bit of tension there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Eric Reed, did he gave a stare down to somebody that was so ridiculous that like he had like death stare laser beam eyeballs? Man, that look. <laughs> That he was given, I think it was to his own damn teammate. It was nuts when he after he got into it with uh, Malcolm Jenkins, man. Dude, the Undertaker would have been proud of that desk there. That thing was intense, <laughs> bro. That thing was crazy intense, man. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Anyway, you know, what I really meant to lead off with was not the World Series and was certainly not Panthers, Eagles, although... Fail Eagles fail. I'll take that as a Redskins fan. 
Um, no, I, I, yeah, I, I kind of like, I like Carson Wentz. I still hate to say that. So, but y'all got a Super Bowl, so piss off. Y'all are fine. Um, <laughs> I don't want to hear any crap from you guys. Come on, Captain. You got to go with your guys. I got to go with my guys, man. Got I, to. I got to, I got to do it, man. Uh, an absolute rare treat. In my notes, I actually wrote like a rare treat leading off of the Redskins, and I still didn't do it. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> But, you know, it's Dallas week, or should I say it's beat Dallas week. So, as far as I'm concerned, a win is always something to raise a glass to, which means, gentlemen, it is salute o'clock. There we go. All right. So, as we discuss the Redskins and the Cowboys and the doink heard around the uh, Redskins fan world, mm, I'm going to raise a glass and tip one back. I've got a stone... Stone IPA, one of my classics, one of my fallbacks, one of my favorites, and I'm also rocking a little Jim, little Jim Beam and Coke. I haven't tapped into that hundred proof Captain yet. I figured that may not mix well with the muscle relaxer. <laughs> might be, <laughs> might be a little bit much. But hey, on the bright side, I'm not wearing my neck donut at the moment, so that is also a win. That is a win. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I've got. Enjoying some tasty beverages this fine evening. Uh, Shannon, what you got, sir? Dude, I'm rolling with the Hofbrau Oktoberfest beer again. Mm. I was looking at doing that Founders Better Half that uh, we bought when we did the dad drunk, the drunk dad's shopping at Costco <laughs> fiasco. I think it was dad's date at, at Costco. I like how you turned into drunk dads at Costco. We were not drunk <laughs> yet. That was after we um, got to uh, Fox and Hound. <laughs> I was going to do that Better Half, but then I saw over 12%, and I was like, yeah, I'll go back to this one. 12% is a little bold. Yeah, so that's a little I'll bold. save that one for the weekend. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, Randy, what you got, dude? I'm going a little uh, hardcore tonight. I got myself a nice fine glass of apple pie moonshine. There you go. A little Ooh. something sweet. With a little yeah, stank been one on of those it. weeks, so I figured. And, of course, after what Syracuse did to me uh, this past weekend, giving me a heart attack with that double overtime win, I uh, that's just not a good way to start my week off. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. You, at least you can enjoy a tasty beverage this fine evening, sir. Exactly. He there said, "Effin, he'll do it live." Effin, do it live, man. Mark, since you're being very mellow, I think you're, you're you must be working on that parlay we were talking about, man. <laughs> well, I'm I'm indulging. I mean, come on, I, I would never not. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I figure I've got plenty of catching up. We'll be doing this weekend's. Uh, so it's a short night for me, but I'm enjoying a uh, new Belgium strawberry lemon ale. Huh, I've had that before. It's not too bad. Yeah, it's an interesting. I, I, I like. I've always liked New Belgium. It's, it's quality. There you go. Correct mundo. Good call, sir. Good call. Good I, will, call. I will be indulging a plenty this weekend. So no, I, I have no doubt. Uh, what was it? The what was it that you guys had last time? I think Randy had a picture of it. it was like <laughs> was it like a sixty-four well, ounce or a hundred and twenty ounce? It's, it's, it's something that I have every, every time I'm there. Uh, it's it's a little sweet for for Donkey, and he feels like it kind of messes with it, with his uh, insides, which, which I'm sure some other people would feel that too. It's, but it's it's the 190 octane. You can get it uh, at places like Vegas and New Orleans, any place that's got a Fat Tuesdays. Um, but it's uh, Everclear daiquiri, so it's you know so good. It's so it, good. For, for, if you enjoy it, you're gonna love it. If you hate it, you're gonna hate it. But I mean, for us, me and Randy, we love it. So I guarantee we'll. Absolutely, have one of those bad boys comes in one of those giant yeah. containers. Um, I mean, it, it's, and, it's uh, essentially a fish bowl, isn't it? Um, a giant you can, football. 
You can get it in a lot lot of different sizes. I forget the biggest one. I want to say is 128 ounces. Oh, my God. Um, oh my goodness! I think the one I did was uh, last year was the fifty-two ounce one that came like in a in a football. Yeah, yeah, and I mean a- any of them are going to do you right, but I mean I uh, uh, so good. I, <laughs> I, I back in in my younger days, <laughs> I can't remember which trip it was, but one of the earlier trips, um, I uh, was challenged, and so of course I took on the challenge of knocking one out and one of the tall i don't know which which size it was but it was it was over 60 but knocking it out in 30 minutes um it's before getting on the flight back to back to uh this is back when i was living in richmond still i think did you sleep Um, soundly on the way back home (laughs) i was was pretty good i think uh donk remembers that uh we were walking it was hot because i must have been summer month probably and just just walking back from wherever he downed it because it wasn't where our hotel was so we had to go there right get it down in 30 walk back apparently i was i was feeling pretty ripped and i think i kept on he said i don't remember this but he said i kept on going up to people and, and doing the bro bro do you even lift do you even lift bro just to all sorts of strangers. So wow. I don't remember that. So maybe it's a, it's a bit of a mind eraser. All right. All right. Uh, hey, look, man. As, as you guys are attacking your 190 octanes, man, I got a theme song for you in Vegas, dude. All right. <laughs> That's right, buddy. I want some parlays. I want some big drinks. I want some big wins, buddy. Yeah, I like. I appreciate that. When's the last time you heard this song, dude? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I. I'm not sure it's going to come up in our playlist, but I appreciate the sentiment. <laughs> hey, if it came up in your playlist tonight, take a shot. <laughs> Why y'all hating, man? Why y'all hating? Hey, the, I, like, I said the sentiments. I like the sentiment. Why y'all hating, man? <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering when this was coming up. Yeah. You knew that was going to show back up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was going to say the last time I actually heard the the song that you was actually at the end of watching the movie Mannequin with Penny one night. Yeah, yeah, that that was the Mannequin video. Yeah, straight Uh up, man. Straight up. Oh, yeah, I was having I was having this bad '80s kick earlier today, so I was like YouTube hopping on like just junk '80s stuff, and it, every once in a while it's really funny. So that probably shouldn't have made it into the podcast, but it did, and quite frankly, I probably would, but knowing me, I'd leave it in there. Hell with it. Yeah. So she said. Exactly. Uh. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> yep. That's right. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. So like so what are, what are the things like uh, when you're a big better? They're whales, right? Right. Um, you mean sharks? Are you gonna be a shark? 
<laughs> you set me up. You set me up, son of a bitch. He set you up so good. <coughs> Are you going to be a Vegas shark? Vegas shark? Is that what you're going to do? Oh, that God. was that was dirty. That was dirty. That was dirty. That was dirty. Because I know he's not a better, so I don't. I know that he might. Uh, yeah, that was good. That was good. Okay. You got me. I did. You bit. should know better. As soon as he said, "Well, I knew what was coming." <laughs> should have known. You knew what was coming. <laughs> well, I, I will say kudos on last week finding the metal version. Wasn't the metal yeah. version great? That was fantastic. Oh. I actually really enjoyed that, man. Uh, in my like in the notes when I found that video, I wrote like I was like Sepultura dude, because that's exactly what that made me think of. Yeah. Although, uh, to be fair, that's probably doing Sepultura a disservice, but it, I don't know why. It's just <laughs> what it made me think of. We have played Sepultura on this podcast before, but it's been a long time. It's Can been I tell you? So, so I, I have not listened to this, and I'm not necessarily encouraging you to find it because I don't know if it's worth it. Or if it will come across well, but my, my brother shared with me. I know, I think y'all are aware that like Shatner does kind of music. It's Shatner being Shatner, but it's, you know, legitimate cover songs and things like that. So apparently he and um, uh, Iggy Pop <laughs> just got together and did a version of Silent Night. Oh, that's random oh, as hell. my goodness. Like, sure, why not? Well, we can save that when it's closer to that time of year. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Little Sepulteras. Oh, roots, bloody roots. There you go. Dude sounds pretty angry, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. Yeah. There was one that I really used to like, and I can't. I, it's been so long since I've listened to that stuff. I don't remember the name of the song. God, I wish I remember what we used it for. Maybe it'll pop into my head at some point over the podcast. Maybe. I doubt it. I mean, that's no Shatner, but. <laughs> it's not but well, that's okay okay all right we probably need to, to get back to some actual <laughs> stuff I don't even know where let's get that. back to your <laughs> getting back hey dallas how's that feel how'd that feel go taste you should leave doink in the wwe Yeah. I shouldn't laugh too much, man. Dak was 4-0 versus the Redskins leading up to that game. I mean, to be fair, to be honest. So, yeah, look, all kidding aside, it, that was a strange game to watch, man. At times, it was really cool. At times, it was really ugly. At times, it was really exciting. And at times, I wanted to barf. So, <laughs> it kind of it kind of covered a lot of territory for me. I will say that hit. I think it was in the uh, I think it was in the first quarter, and, and Dak scrambled out, and he got absolutely leveled on the oh, sideline. I thought, I thought he wasn't uh, coming back from Bro. that. That was a vicious hit. Strom and just I mean, shoulder went right into like Dak's head, man. Dak went out. He got the blue tent 
I wrote in my notes, he got the blue tent for the Russell Wilson concussion treatment special. You know what I mean? Uh, like, yeah. He was off to the blue tent, then he was back on the field. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. We're putting this up, and you're just going to leave. Yeah. Hey, do you remember the Chefs commercial? Yeah. Do you play for them? No. Okay, good. Get back out there. You know, I mean, I don't know. How many fingers do you see? Is that the Lindy number one? Okay, you're good. Go. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know where they went with that. You know what I mean? Um, but it, it, a second quarter Dak hit Gallup for a 49 yard touchdown. I don't know how they blew that coverage, but they sure as hell did to make it seven, seven. Oh. Um, and then later on in the fourth quarter, you know, it's kind of a slugfest, man. It, this was not a thing of beauty by any means. It was 13, 10 Redskins had the lead and Dallas had the ball at their own 10 with about five minutes to go. And so, uh, you know, I'm sitting here watching this game, and I'm relatively close to being live, which I generally am not when it comes to Sundays, because we either have family stuff, or I got other stuff to do, or I just, I don't watch football live, so I can watch a lot of games, I'll DVR them and watch a whole bunch of stuff, like boom, 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 all the way through, which I don't mind doing, but I have to, like, avoid everything like the plague. So when I have a rare day or a rare game that I'm relatively live with, it's, it's kind of cool, because I can look at you know, Hootsuite, and I can look at Twitter, and I can look at the Sports Brew chat and not be afraid of the game getting tipped to me. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So I enjoyed that. But when, when Dak dropped back and Ryan Kerrigan brought the heat and broke through there and got that strip sack, and Preston Smith got the, you know, recovered the ball and just walked in the end zone for the touchdown, it was 2010. I mean, I, like, raised my hands up. I'm like, oh, my God, touchdown, yeah. You know, I mean, it was great, dude. It was absolutely <laughs> fantastic. But, of course, Redskins doing Redskins things. You know, they found ways to, to keep Dallas kind of involved. And, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll give Dallas some credit there. You know, they picked up a fourth down to keep a drive alive. They went right on down the field. They had a third and goal from the one. Uh, Dak looked like he was going to throw. Ended up taking, you know, he just kept it, took off for the end zone. And that was a tough touchdown to pick up, man. He, he took some hits to get in there to make, it, to make it, you know, to close the gap to 17 to 20. I will say one thing I, I didn't quite get. Uh, and, you know, the Eagles had this issue, and I was afraid the Redskins were going to have this issue too. Uh, Redskins had the ball. It was third and nine, about a minute and a half to go. And to me, Alex Smith, you know, he dedicated this brain fart to Kirk Cousins, uh, and he took off. He took off and, and like, ran. I, I, obviously, maybe he figured he could get the first down, but at some point that was not going to come to fruition. And Sean Lee is just chasing that dude down, man. And he goes out of bounds. I'm like, bro. What are you doing? Don't go out of bounds. Don't go out of bounds. Can't do it. Can't do it. He did. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Heat of the moment, I suppose. But, you know, Dallas gets the ball back. They drive down, and they set up the set up the field goal. It's a 47-yarder with about three seconds to go. And what I loved was the reaction to all of this. So, <laughs> you know, the center's going to snap the ball for the field goal. And he is moving it. Right, he's moving it a little bit. He doesn't really lift it off the ground, but he's moving it around a little bit. And so the Redskins, like they they jump, right? They go ahead and jump off of this at the center's movement of the ball. Refs end up flagging it for a snap infraction penalty. And when you're watching it live, you're thinking, "Man, Redskins just jumped that. They just made it five yards shorter." Nope. Snap yeah. infraction penalty on Dallas and goes from a forty-seven to a fifty-two. And what was great was the reaction to it because people were like, oh, my God, that's a crappy call. That's a terrible call. Bah. Well, what they had done is somewhere leading up to this game, they had talked about how much this center moved the ball to the refs, and they, and they wanted the refs to pay attention to that. So I actually viewed this as kind of a 
remarkably crafty play by the Redskins because they waited until he was moving the moving his hands in the ball, moving the ball a little bit, and they jumped to make it look like they jumped. You know what I mean? Like little gamesmanship. It was some gamesmanship, which I I don't normally expect out of a relatively moronic franchise. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, that was that was amazing to me. It, it was like it was like yeah, uh, that was fantastic. They totally snookered them. And when you watch the replay, they had like nobody watch the replay of that. And instead of people being lined up all the way across, they left like it looked like, I don't know, two or three yards in front of the center had nobody there. Like the gap in front of the center was humongous. Like they were saying the rest could see it. They were saying, hey, guys, be sure to keep your eye on the ball. Look, watch this. Yeah. Hey. And then, you know, they and they went for it. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was absolutely brilliant because that's one of those subtle things that that team for a long time has not done well. I mean, short of swinging gate, which was obviously a masterpiece. Um, (laughs) Thank you, Jim Zorn. Uh, You know, but (laughs) I thought it was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And, of course, you know, Meyer doinks the kick off the upright, big old fat womp womp. I I just I thought that that was thrilling to me. Uh, you know, again, that that game was not exactly a work of art. Um, <laughs> it was kind of fugly in its own way. Uh, but you know, hey, a win is a win, and uh, you know, when you if you if you care about Redskins and you care about the Cowboys, that game has a lot of meaning. It doesn't mean what it used to. I mean, that game was obviously that was the junk in the '80s NFC East stuff, maybe a little bit of the '90s, um, early '90s. Uh, but it, it that that game hasn't meant that much in a long time but that doesn't mean as a Redskins fan or as a Cowboys fan that's still a big game for you you know what I mean that's still a rivalry even if it doesn't have the same level of you know prominence across the NFL landscape so that was tremendously satisfying tremendously satisfying I did want to and only so I don't forget about it I did want to mention real quick and I want to do a little tip of the cap uh gentleman passed away Rich Tandler um, mm, yeah, Rich Tanner, and, and he. Uh, some people might know him from NBC Sports, but he was a Washington Redskins reporter. He died Tuesday night, sixty-three. No, no cause of death was announced, but he covered the Redskins for years and years and years and years. And he created the Real Redskins blog in '04, and he joined NBC Sports Washington in 2011. Uh, was a George Mason grad, uh, member of the Pro Football Writers of America. He wrote a couple of books, uh, including there's one called Gut Check: The Complete History of Joe Gibbs. Uh, really nice guy, and you know the, the Redskins ended up paying tribute to 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 Rich at at FedEx. Um, no one sat in his long time press box seat, row one, seat fifteen, and they said no one will sit in that seat again. You know, I, I don't do a lot of boards anymore. Like I, I'm still a member of some, but I used to you know post a lot and read a lot and you know argue with people a ton. I think most of us are old enough that we went through the you know random sports board phase. Um, kind of pre-social media, you had to go somewhere to argue with people about sports. And, you know, mm-hmm. the one that I, I probably spent the most time with was CPND, which was, you know, capital punishment and national defense, uh, a fun board. And I have to do a rest in peace for him, you know, did a lot of hog fests over the years and a lot of Redskins games and met a lot of nice people and talked to a lot of nice people. And he was one of the good ones. So certainly a shame. Um, I was, you know, 
taken aback a little bit uh, when I read that he had passed away. You know, again, 63 is... That's young. You go, my God, 63. What? You know, but uh, one of the good guys. So certainly a loss for uh, not only the board, but for the Redskins community. So uh, I'll say this, Justin. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it was Trent Williams. Uh, someone interviewed him after the game, and they said, what were you thinking when Dallas was kicking the ball? And he goes, I was thinking of Rich. Yeah. He goes, I was just thinking of him. And, you know, once that ball hit Doink, he goes, yeah, I know he hit that little gust of wind there at the end to, you know, help us win this one. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, it just goes to show that, I mean, he was respected by the players as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you got an all-pro like Trent Williams who, you know, all-pro left tackle thinking of you during the game, <laughs> that's all you need to know. I mean, look, I know it's really, really easy to hate on Dan Snyder. Really easy to hate on Dan Snyder. Um, Lord knows we've given that dude some grief over the years. Um, we, we have? <laughs> maybe. Uh, um, oh, you're just telling the truth. <laughs> but, you know, uh, he came out and he, he said, uh, quote, we're devastated to learn of the loss of one of our most loved and valued media members, <clears throat> Rich Taylor of NBC Sports Washington. His dedication to covering the Redskins over the past 14 years has made him an irreplaceable presence among our media core, and he will be in our hearts. Our thoughts are with his family, our family at NBC Sports Washington, and the entire Redskins community. He'll be truly missed. And, you know, I think sometimes we, you lose sight. It's very easy to, to just think of, you know, how big and how cold and a lot of big business and a lot of sports can be. And every once in a while you're reminded of the human element. You know what I mean? And the mm-hmm. presence and that there there are, you know, there's still a community attachment and there's still, you know, these threads that bond people. And he certainly was one of those individuals that, you know, built and maintained and was part of the collective identity of, you know, a lot of communities tied to the Redskins. And that that's a that's an accomplishment, but it also speaks about who he was as a person. Uh, the Redskins, you know, news and, and journalism and, and writing aside, you know what I mean? And I hope that makes sense. Um, I think it speaks most to the kind of man that he was um, and uh, just how many people just reading a lot of the stuff on the boards and, and seeing, the, you know, mention of that, uh, how much he impacted, how much he meant to a lot of people. So certainly a sad note, uh, but, um, you know, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that they won that game. And, you know, you'd like to think that, you know, uh, delivered a little, little, little win for him and, you know, maybe help that kick, uh, kick along a little bit. <laughs> Doink. <laughs> hey, um, speaking so. of yeah. giving people a hard time, mm-hmm. I was over at uh, John's house on Sunday, and Todd was over there. Yeah. And um, we were messing around because when the rest of us got to the house, the pigs in the blanket were gone, and we all blamed it on Todd. So John's five-year-old daughter, Audrey, mm-hmm. walks into the room. She's like, Daddy, where are the pigs in the blanket? And we're like, oh, sorry, honey, Todd ate them all. He only ate three of them, but, you know, we're going to blame everything on Todd as it is because we love you, Todd. And she looks at him, I mean, straight-faced, and was like, Todd, did you eat all the pigs in the blanket? And he's like, no, 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 sweetie, no, no, no. And she's like, tell me the truth. Did you eat them all? And we were on the floor rolling (laughs) because that little girl was so serious. 
about him eating all the pigs in the blanket. <laughs> and she's like, tell me the truth. And, of course, you know, Jack Nicholson and Tom Cruise truth. memes were flying at that Oh, point. dude, I was just pulling that up you for you. handle the truth. <laughs> but we were on the floor rolling when she did that. Because she had the great. face, the eyes, everything down. And we're like, Todd, come on, man, tell the truth. Or are you sitting at like... <laughs> Way to eat all the pigs in a blanket, Todd. Yeah, thanks, Todd. Thanks a lot, Todd. Way to go. By the way, fellas. By the way. December 14th at his Kroger is a Hardywood tap takeover. I believe it's all GBS variants. All right. So, D-Stat, yes. if you need to make a trip to Richmond, that's a good Friday to make it. That sounds like a quality Friday to make it. How we doing, baby? Hell yeah. What does Marcellus Wallace look like? <laughs> mm-hmm. Hail. <laughs> I can tell, I'll tell you, you what. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man. The, the, the Redskins fans at that house on Sunday were like you after they got the, the, the touchdown from uh, Kerrigan stripping oh. Dak Prescott. Oh, my God. That was and great. And the doink. That I was mean, great. That was just great. pure ecstasy. That was great. And, and can we give just a little bit of love to AP? Oh, my God. Adrian Peterson. This dude, dude was not on anyone's team going into training camp. And this dude is just balling out. I mean, 24 for 99, but th- those were hard-earned every single last one of those yards. He, he still has game in him, man. He's, he's got fight in him. He's got game in him. I don't know how much he has in the tank. And, you know, I was of the mindset, and I had a lot of dialogue with, with uh, some of my friends that are Redskins fans. I was like, I don't know, man. If they get a good half season out of him, then I consider that a win. And it, uh, you know, he hasn't faded yet. I'm, uh, look, not every game has been glorious, but he's certainly been better than uh, and more consistent than I think most of us reasonably expected, given his age. Uh, a quality signing. And, yeah, you know what? At the end of the day, it, you look at it now, it's hard to believe that he wasn't rostered somewhere. Yeah, no kidding, man. I mean, there are a ton of teams that could probably use a running back like him. I yeah. mean... He's not going to get you the 70-yard runs anymore, but he'll get you 10, 15, 20 yards like the hard ones he, that he, you need. Yeah, he's he's still running hard, man. And if he can run angry and, and run like that, I mean, he's got he's got some time left. You know, that, there's, there is no doubt. And God bless, that team needs it because you're not going to be <laughs> – it, it is not Alex – Alex Mahomes out there. They need some other. They need some other action going on in the field. So I will take AP bar none. And, and hey, man. <laughs> I mean, look, the Redskins were without their top two receivers and Chris Thompson in that game. Like it's it's not like they were. Whoa, fully... whoa, whoa! Top two receivers? No. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. This Jordan Reed, fair. Vernon Davis, and a and a dumpster fire kind of going on out there. <laughs> I mean, was it Crowder and I forget who else yeah, was out? But I mean, Doxon do, do, was. Do, you know who else made a couple of plays though? It was Michael Floyd, who I had no idea was in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their their wide receiving core leaves a little bit to be desired. Um, uh, yeah. There's you know, some injuries. There's some other stuff going on, but you know, uh, you're, you're nobody's fantasy roster is littered with Redskins wide receivers. 
No, that that's we, the waiver wire. Yeah, that we can that we can <laughs> safely say. Uh, but I'm just just saying. By the way, team side note. Team effort. Side note: If the Raiders are going to trade everybody away, can they send Jordy Nelson back to Green Bay? Can we oh, do that? Can they send them to the Redskins? <laughs> no, send them back to Green Bay. Don't send them to the Redskins. No, <laughs> don't do that to that guy. <laughs> I'm just saying. But no, that's a you good call. Make, you know you what? May make Car cry, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's terrible. It, it is. It is. You know what? Here, I think I think Derek Carr gets a gets a song. Here, <laughs> this is not nice of me, by the way. This is not nice, but this is a dedication to Derek Carr. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's dirty pool. <laughs> That's dirty. <laughs> Fergie, buddy. And you wonder why people call you an asshole. Hey. Hey. Derek Carr, don't cry. <laughs> anyway, I think that will be the first and only time I play that song. Ah, uh, yes. Actually, honestly, that that's uh, I had a lot of fun with the BEP back at their heyday, and Fergie had some moments, but that that song brings up bad memories for me. So I generally don't ever listen to it. However, that was that was fitting. That was fitting, Mark. I, let me ask you a question, dude. Because I, I because you've been pretty mellow, and I don't know, maybe you got some other stuff going on. But since I got to like you know knob slob on the Redskins, which is a rare treat, by the way, um, and I'll take that. Uh, and again, kudos, Shannon. Good call on AP. Definitely deserves some love. So a uh, good reference on that. And you know, four and two leading the division. You know, I, I, I've had a, a largely zero faith in the Redskins uh, for most of the season, and I think that's just born of what they've been for the last, I don't know, two decades of my life, with the, the occasional tease. Uh, <laughs> but um, I, I don't know, man. It, it, maybe they're better than we've given them credit for. I mean, yeah, they got their asses handed to them by the Saints, but I don't think that really surprised anybody. Uh, not with Drew Brees setting records and dropping bombs all over the place. That game got away from him in a hurry. But realistically, at this point, to have beaten the Panthers, they've beaten the Cowboys, they beat 4-2, they've got the Giants, then they got the Falcons, then they have the Bucks, then they have the Texans, then they have the Cowboys again. So they've got a schedule in front of them that if they are legitimate, um, they've got some winnable games in front of them. Now, in years past, I would say, oh, this will be, they'll find a way to lose with the damn Giants. Uh, and if they find a way to lose with the Giants, I will be mighty, mightily irritated. D said, I'm sure you will be delighted. Look, I don't want any part of a parlay on the freaking Giants and the Redskins, by the way. Don't, <laughs> don't do that to me. <laughs> don't, don't do that to me. That would be rude. Don't um, go breaking his heart. Yeah, don't go, don't go breaking my heart. But their next chunk of their schedule is favorable. There's opportunity space there if they are legitimate. 
and I think the def I think the defense is is good. They weren't good versus the Saints. That's fine. I'm not gonna you know I'll give them a mulligan for that game. Um, they're not on the Saints level, but in the division and uh, for the slate of games in front of them, uh, I think they 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 can come out of that pretty clean. And as long as they don't do anything stupid, you know, I would like to think that they should beat the Giants and that they've got a good opportunity to beat the Falcons. They may not. I mean, the Falcons can surprise you, but their defense is crap. Uh, the Bucks are hit or miss, and the Texans are hit or miss, although their defense seems to be picking up the pace a little bit. But I, I like their next chunk of time, man. I think there's an opp- there's opportunity there. So flipping back to Mark real quick, because uh, really there's a couple of things, whether it's you know, a little bit of basketball, a little bit of the World Series, a little bit of the New York football giants. What's kind of caught your eye on the NFL landscape this this week? Is there anything that you you would particularly like to delve into, reference, mention, talk about? Or are you just are you just in Chillsville tonight? And it's okay if you are. <laughs> no, 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 dude. I mean, I was I was like, no talk. I just, when I don't have anything, I'm, I'm not gonna gonna chime in. And y'all had it handled. I mean, I, I'm um, you know, football wise, I, I'm I'm enjoying the, the rest of the NFL. I mean, as I, as I've said before, and I just I mean, it's not gonna change this point. I mean. Giants, Giants, uh, watching is, is basically just going to be, you know, uh, watching and enjoying Barkley, and you know that that's, you know, that's that's not for nothing. I mean, that's it. He's, you know, the the, the Falcons overall, um, you know, kept him kept him at bay compared to what he's been doing. He's still, you know, still put up, you know, probably decent amount of yardage, but um, yeah, the Giants as a whole are nerve. Uh, not much fun to watch. I told, I teased you beforehand, um, and I know usually, and we we agree on this that you know nobody cares about listening to somebody talk about their fantasy team. But I did have one a, a pretty wild, ridiculous uh, win in the league, right? in the sports league. I'm I'm abysmal, but but thankfully my only other league, the league with uh with Donkey and Randy and some others, Whitfield, I'm outstanding. Uh, but uh, going into Monday nights, I was in a pretty good position, position likely to win. I had uh, Barkley, Ingram, and uh, Julio going, but honestly, you know, all three didn't do a ton. Didn't do. I mean, Julio put up put up a good bit. He he had the most, but Ingram, you know, his first week back, I was hopeful right. he could get something. I think he had maybe one or two touches, but that was it. Uh, but anyway, what it came down to was, um, as of the Giants, like next to last position possession, or well, basically, let's say they needed to get a stop. I, my right. points were done, and I was down by points when the Falcons had the ball for their last possession and they got stopped and kicked the field goal, Giants get the ball back. And I'm like, all right, well, I just, I need a point's worth of something from anybody. And then anybody. the entire trip, the entire trip down the field, nothing, nothing. I thought Barkley would probably get some dump offs. Possibly he got nothing. Ingram didn't. I think he had one uh, ball thrown his way, but he got nothing. The two point conversion that Barkley scored with, you know, five seconds left <laughs> that gave me the victory. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's so ridiculous when shit works out like uh, that. That's funny. I I almost hope my opponent didn't like pay attention that closely because that's that's a dirty win. I mean that it's the last like scoring play of any kind for the NFL week, and those two points. Yeah, you got, you, you got a backdoor <laughs> fantasy win. A very much a backdoor win. Yeah, if it had been a bet, that would have been an absolute moosing for uh, <laughs> the other that's, side. That's funny. A win's um, a win. Are you telling? A win's a win. Absolutely. Are, yeah. I mean, are you telling me this is like the moose knuckle of football seasons for you? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um. Yeah, I mean, it, it's you know the 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 Mets and the Giants combined are a dumpster fire, so that's been pretty frustrating. 
The Lakers are zero and three. That's not great. Yeah, but their games have been uh, well, inter- the, their games have been of, competitive. Of, of course, and I think that they they won tonight. I think they destroyed the Suns, which the Suns are terrible. But uh, no, I mean I, I I know they'll they'll they'll, they'll piece together. And then yeah, they haven't been getting blown outs. Their three point shooting is where they're going to struggle. They they really don't have any three point shooters. And in this the way the NBA is these days, I mean <laughs> everybody kind of you know lives and dies by the three. So they've got to figure out a way to kind of combat that. Um, they've got plenty of guys who can score down low. Uh, they, they, no, they, they'll they'll be they'll be fun to follow. Uh, Capture doing pretty well, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, um, I I guess in terms of what I enjoyed from the weekends, uh, even though I know it wasn't an entertaining game, once again, freaking Mahomes, <laughs> he's just so much fun to watch. I really, I it's, so I mean to me, he he make, takes a game where like even if it's not a competitive game, it's still fun to watch because just watching him is ridiculous. Yeah. Side note, and, and the Chiefs are just going to be entertaining. You know, if they're not your team, it, it doesn't like that's the kind of football team. If you're like, man, I just want to watch something that, that there's, I just want to watch some entertaining football. They're it. Yeah. Th- their defense is not particularly good. Although the Bengals only scored ten, and you know, to be fair. For the Bengals to only score 10 in a game like that with the way the Chiefs defense has been, that's a really, really, that's a terrible damn showing by Cincinnati, who actually has a decent offense. You know, Dalton's okay. Mixon is pretty good. They've got A.J. Green. They've got some weapons. They've got some weapons. I mean, I don't even know how you really explain the sad sack of offensive, you know, state of offensive affairs with Cincinnati in that one, but... Some of what the Chiefs did was just ridiculous. I mean, that, that Kareem Hunt had a run in the first quarter where I thought he was in. I thought he was in a sea of bodies. Next thing yeah. you know, that dude's like spinning out, hurdling over a damn defender. You know what I mean? And Mahomes, Mahomes like glosses him up. He, he you know, it uh, throws the throws a little short pass to him for the touchdown. Side note: Kansas City, by the way, has forty-one points in opening drives, the most in the NFL this season. Yeah. And they just—I don't know, man. They, uh, you know, again, if you're like old school, I love, I love defense. I want seven to nine games. You're gonna hate the Chiefs. But for most, for most football, uh, most of the football audience at this point, clearly, uh, if you're talking entertainment, uh, that is a really, really entertaining team. And Mahomes is incredible. Kareem Hunt had a phenomenal game. And then it just Mahomes does things that are just. You, you you walk away, you watch a play, and you're like, how did he get away from that guy? How is he throwing a ball? How is he throwing a ball to Sammy Watkins where he's not even getting a chance to get his feet set? He's got a defender hitting him, he slips away, and he's still on corks like a throw that's on the money. You know what I mean? That guy, what, what did he play as a kid? Shortstop? Right? I mean, th- that guy, his arm talent is just filthy. And his ability to throw just... You know, different angles and, and you know, switch hands and, and, you know, do shovel passes. I mean, it, he is the proverbial living human game, you know, video game kind of quarterback. And, it, you know, whether or not this run continues, I don't know. By the way, Shannon, uh, I saw it on PTI. This was like the end. Like they, they mentioned the anniversary of that game but, uh, with Baker Mayfield and Mahomes. And, they, and I forget what the offensive numbers were for it, but they were completely obscene. Like Mahomes threw like 80 sometimes and had 750 or 780 passing yards. Something, something stupid. And Baker Mayfield. And I want to say, I want to say that Baker Mayfield was victorious uh, in the game, but they had just 
just an obscene amount of offensive numbers in that. I mean, think about Texas Tech and you know what their offense has been. Um, and I want to say Baker Mayfield threw for like almost six, like I don't know, upper fives, maybe close to six hundred yards. I mean, they had like just a ridiculous amount of offensive production. All right, I just pulled it up. Yeah, Oklahoma won the game, sixty-six to fifty-nine. Let's see. Mahomes set the NCAA record for individual offense in the game with 819 combined passing and rushing yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, broke They broke the record for combined passing yardage in any NCAA game with 1,279. Uh, tied the record for combined first downs with 78. Uh, tied Washington State's Connor Halliday for most passing yards in the game. That was Mahomes. Uh, seven thirty-four. That's incredible. May, Mayfield threw seven touchdowns in a in the game. <laughs> uh, he, Mahomes had the most completions. And dude, he threw enough times. Even Andrew Luck was freaking impressed. Dude, and they set the FBS FBS record for most combined offense by two players with one thousand three hundred eighty-three yards. Ridiculous. I mean. Yeah, that's just it, it's absurd. I'd like to I'd like to watch that on like what is ESPN Classic or something. Oh, dude, are you kidding me? That would be awesome. I I say we ought to we ought to um we ought to see if we can cue that up on something. Is that on demand somewhere? We ought to see if we can DVR it or find it or, or watch it <laughs> and just drink beer. Like we should make that a drinking game. That game should be a drinking game. Oh my god, just. Oh, we'd parlay we, we'd, we'd parlay that one onto the floor. <laughs> <laughs> For every touchdown, take a shot. Oh my we god! Dead, death, death, death. But <laughs> but I, I you know, oh, I, I know we're in a different era, and the transition has been happening over the past couple of years. I mean, it really has. And, you know, Mahomes and some of these other guys are just representative of a real cultural and generational talent, offensive philosophy shift in the NFL. Um, You're seeing a different level of aggressiveness. You're seeing more, you know, and some of this is supported by analytics. And not that I'm necessarily, I don't mind analytics. I think it's helpful. I just, like, I don't want to see that be your primary determinant for how you operate on the field. I think it's, it's good. And sometimes it it can shape your decision, but I think sometimes you still got to go with the old football gut, but that we're clearly at a point where there's some transition between, you know, think of, and God bless ESPN. Will you please do away with the booger mobile? Can you please get rid of that damn thing? All right, dude, I had had to put that game on mute. It's just so, I I can't listen to the commentary. He's pulling a rabbit out of his head. Uh, by the way, did you know? Did, did you watch that that stupid damn foam zone thing they had? Do you remember that? that oh, well, you that muted so it. Ter- terrible. I, oh. I, yeah, that was just embarrassing. That was oh. awful. That was absolutely <laughs> atrociously of the foam zone. That segment yeah. was absolute freaking garbage. Why is that <laughs> happening? Why is that happening today? I don't know. <laughs> Um, I, I've, I've mentioned stuff like this before, but, but you mentioned the analytics and I, I so, so agree. And, you know, the, the, the sports betting version of analytics, like I said, I know I've mentioned this before, so I'll keep it brief, but like, it drives me insane when people who, and sometimes people who are quality, like sports betting handicappers, people I really respect follow these stats, like, 
the San Francisco Giants are, you know, historically are you know, 31 and, and, you know, nine on Thursdays in the month of May when the weather is between, you know, 75 and 83 degrees. I'm like, that means nothing. That means absolutely effing nothing. Stop following and trying to train people on handicapping on these nonsensical fucking stats. God, it's just, no, that means nothing. If anybody, like, truly believes, like, that's, like, intelligent sports handicapping, I've got, you know, uh, a ton of, you know, land, you know, hidden somewhere that I'd be happy to sell them. Um, Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> it really, it really hurts my heart. They're like these guys I respect are like, look, I've got it. this great inside info. Like, we'll come, come pay me money, and I'll, I'll share this with you. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. Uh, Fucking thing sucks. I like the angry Bill <laughs> O'Reilly on top of Susan Boyle. That's odd. Uh oh. Uh oh. What? I'm just saying. Angry, angry Bill O'Reilly on top of Susan Boyle. Uh oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's tomorrow, and that is a no, no, dangerous. Arnold, no. <laughs> That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with Randy. A, I can't do it. <laughs> hey, I'm not the one doing this. Come on now. <laughs> I didn't set him up. Do it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. Hey, where are the white women at? Fucking thing sucks! <laughs> Two chits at the same time. That's tomorrow, and that is it for I'm us not today. Coming I'm coming to that. Thanks again for watching. <laughs> we'll leave you with Wow. Take it away. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. That's some dangerous stuff, Shannon. Careful. Uh, that's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. Now I lost Bill O'Reilly. Hold on, there we go. I found him. Okay, you can do it live. I know, I know, I know. Whoop, whoop. That's tomorrow, and that. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a. I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Do it live! I can all write it and we'll do it live! <laughs> Fucking thing sucks! <laughs> nice. Oh crap! There's another one playing somewhere. Where is that? For us today, I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thanks again for watching. We'll leave you with Sting and a cut off his new album. Take it away. By having lots of tabs. How do you? It's an accident. I didn't do it on purpose. I promise you. That that was Jim Kelly talking to Chad Kelly. Oh my God! What a mess! That's a dumpster fire of a scenario, isn't it? I mean, how many chances does one person get in their life, Chad Kelly? Wrong house, dude. <laughs> Wrong house, bro. I was about to say that only works once. <laughs> yeah. After that, you're screwed. Yeah, that, and, that's a bad look, man. That's a bad look. Dude, and he got beat with a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> how you gonna get? How you gonna be in the NFL and get beat up with a vacuum cleaner? Who was it? Who was it that took a dump in the today. closet? Najee Davenport, du- Najee yeah. Dookie Davenport, that took a dump in somebody's <laughs> closet. 
Yep. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Boy, if, if ever there was a jersey that Whitfield should have owned, it was that one. <laughs> <laughs> it was that one. Three. Spe- speaking of Dookie, we are less than two weeks away from Duke, Kentucky, man. They drafted Ooh. who? Who the fuck is this? This <laughs> cocksucker might not even have a fucking green card. Get the fuck out of here, you motherfucker. Who the fuck is this kid? Dude. It's Chad I'm, Kelly. I'm a, <laughs> Chad <laughs> Kelly. Oh, my God. Oh, college basketball. Oh, d- oh, I hope Duke is so damn good this year. I'm not going to lie. Zion Williamson, dude. Yeah. That that kid is ridiculous. Mark, depending on how the next month goes for uh, Redskins football, I might be like, I'm on the Duke basketball. <laughs> it, may, it may happen. No, I'm just kidding. Because at least I, I still got the Packers, I suppose. Taking my talents to Durham. I'm, yeah, there you go. I like that. You took your talents to L.A., Mark. Come on, man. You know you're on to the Lakers. Nice. <laughs> well, no, I was talking about Kevin. If he yeah. Redskins, Redskins go on the field train, then he might take his talents yeah. and focus to uh, Durham. You know what? You know what? Uh, uh, as, my, as my kids get a little bit older, um, I, I, I would love to uh, – uh, we we've done like like I've been to like Rams games, but like I've never been to a Duke game in Duke, and I've certainly oh. never been to a Kentucky game. Um, but I, I I can't imagine trying to get you know, like wh- where are they playing? Are they at a neutral site? Yeah, it's the uh, Champions Classic. I believe this one's in either Chicago or Indianapolis. Nah, we're not making that. Nah, we're, we're not making, making that. that if it if it was, you know, what would be perfect is if they had a neutral site game like in northern virginia or dc you know what i mean because then we could oh, round, be fantastic we could round up mark and us and i don't i mean god bless, i don't know what tickets would cost to one of those games. they'd have to be marked up uh, I mean, I, 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 well it depends it depends on what round it is i mean i saw one of the you know early round games of uh one of those no-name tournaments uh here in dc i want to say it was either last year or the year before and i mean early rounds for like Decent seats were like thirty bucks. I mean, because you know, cause it's, it's an early round, and and they, whoever Duke was playing, they they drowns pretty easily. But the well, the only problem, Mark, is the undercard is Kansas, Michigan State. Uh, so you, you've got four <laughs> big time fan bases at this thing. Yeah, yeah. So well, it's hey. it's triple digits probably at least. Well, do you remember how much fun we had getting together for football games? Just going to a sports bar. Yes. We, we can do that. It's okay. Uh, only, the only problem, Captain, is uh-huh. it's like nine thirty, ten o'clock on a Tuesday night. Yeah, that stings a bit too. That's that's when that game takes place. Maybe I, we can Skype during it. Nah, man, let's go to let, let's go somewhere and, and uh, you know kids will be asleep. Come on, let's do it. All right, let me uh, let's do it. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I like that idea, but let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Sounds good to me. Um, so I know. Face, 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 FaceTime me in, and I'll, I'll have some drinks with you. Yeah, there you go. By the way, Mark, uh, did, did Mahomes rock the, his dad's New York Mets jersey just for you in the postgame presser? Did you like that? <laughs> he, may, he may have. That was you very like that? cool. Uh, seven, seven line writer even wrote about that. It was uh, very cool. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, uh, jazz superstar. Uh, he, he also, I think his dad has some ties to, or work, maybe works in like the front office. He's been spotted uh, rocking a mess jersey. So, uh, yeah, it's good stuff. I, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. A couple of notes to tie up uh, that Kansas City game. 
Uh, certainly, there's nothing to tie up for Cincinnati because they rocked. They, they we haven't dropped this reference in a while, but the, the Bengals went full BSC, dude. They so, did. <laughs> Soiler alert, full BSC. Wow. Um, but Patrick Mahomes, by the way, uh, six straight game of 300 plus passing yards. And when you look at and you guys will, I would imagine most of us can can get some of these names. Maybe not the years. The years is always a little tough. But I bet I bet we can knock out the names on this list. The most touchdown passes in the first seven games of the season since the 1970 merger. All right. Patrick Mahomes is on this list. He has 22. However, that's not the most. All right. I'm going to say Peyton. Peyton is on this list. He had 25 in 2013. Now, granted, Peyton's on there multiple times. He had 25 in 2013. um, And he had 22 in 2014 and 2004. So he, he did it several times. All right. uh, Brady in 2007, look, I believe, look right at got him. up there. Look at him getting a damn year. Good God. <laughs> uh, Tom Brady had 27 <laughs> in 2007. But that, that must, was Randy Moss there that year? That yes. Feel, that yes. Feel, yeah, that, that feels like that, was the, that feel like, like that was the Moss factor on that one. Uh, Brady had 27 in 2007. That's the most. That's okay. the most. How about uh, Marino in 04, maybe? Nope. Breeze, I mean, 84, excuse me. Breeze is not on this list. Rodgers? Rodgers is not on this list. Right Favre. team. Yeah. Brett Favre? I was going to say right team, wrong, wrong person. Brett Favre at 21 and 96. Okay. You got one more. Let's see. Oh, Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner, baby. Greatest show on turf. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Nice poll. 21 in 1999. So, I mean, that that's some pretty damn good company to be in. You know, that's some pretty damn good company to be in. Yeah, not bad, man. Uh-uh. Not bad at all. Uh-uh. And, I, you know, I don't know what the uh, the odds are. I, I would think NFL MVP is probably a lot of Gurley and a lot of a lot of Mahomes. Uh, yeah. Really. Makes sense. Yeah, I, I would yeah. think they're they're front and center uh, for that. I'll, I, You know, I, I don't know. Maybe – I mean, Gurley's just such a beast. It, it, it's just, quarter, he is. I still – I mean, I'm not saying this is MVP argument, but just honestly, personal preference. Of, uh, I mean, not that watching watching Gurley is great; he's amazing. Uh, but give me some Kareem Kareem Hunt. I think outside of Barkley, he's he's my favorite running back to watch right now. He's yeah, he just runs with such a full head of steam, and that that run you referenced. That just blew me away. I, mean, I was just like, all right, plays dead. I mean, he's wrapped up in the backfield, nope. and all of a sudden, wait, wait, how did how did he get through there, dude? He he snookered every. I mean, the cameraman didn't even have that one lined up, right? Nope. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I mean, it was just just tremendous, just yeah. tremendous. So, so again, again, as we as we I know we're we're, we're beating into the ground at this have. point, but like the amount of weapons that Mahomes has at his disposal, it's just not even fair right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they 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 stay they stay healthy. I mean, they're that's just that's unfair. They stay healthy. I mean, the, their defense is probably gonna. The defense is probably going to be what does them in. Do, do um, we know? I mean, is, but, I, I'll, I'm not aware at all. But like, when, when, or if Barry and Houston can come back? I haven't seen anything officially declared. Um, yeah. Obviously, the expectation is they'll both be back this year. The question is when, and then it's a matter of how effective are they. I mean, I would have December loved would be my guess because yeah. that's kind of where they get to. And I mean, the bye week. Honestly, here's the thing, dude. Here's the thing. Their offense is 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 damn well good enough 
that they don't need to rush those two guys back on the field. Oh, no. No, absolutely nope. not. So, if it, it – you, you, you can – I mean, I don't know how many defenses can keep that offense un, under 30. I mean, that's that's – I mean, you figure for most games they should be able to get 24 almost easily and and likely 30-plus. Yeah. So, I mean, really, they just, they just have to, you know, keep you know, opponents to, you know, hopefully 25 and under. I would say looking at the AFC – it becomes a matter it, – it's it's a war of offensive attrition. And the only two teams that I think would be able to make a game of it are going to be Pittsburgh and the AFC. I'm not talking about yes. NFC. Are going to be Pittsburgh and New England. Okay? Yep. And the only team that I would think – and I don't like their offense, but I think their defense is good enough they could probably pump the brakes on it and find a way to be in it would be Baltimore. So that mm. – but it, it – yeah. It would depend. If it's a shootout, Baltimore is not winning that damn thing. Right. But if it's a if it's a mid twenties game, a low mid twenties, Baltimore is good enough that they can be in the mix with that. Right. So that's I mean those would be the three teams that I would like to see the matchups a little different. But Pittsburgh, if if they're wide open, we'll see what happens with Bell. But Pittsburgh, because of AB and Roethlisberger, can certainly get hot. That would be an interesting game. And New England's already beaten them in New England, but if they happen to have to go to Arrowhead, or I mean, you never know how the rest of the season plays out. Plus, then you've already you've already played them once, and that was arguably, I mean, that was essentially a one possession game. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it, doesn't doesn't it feel like I started thinking about this a lot on Sunday night that like doesn't it feel like teams are just going to have to start kind of pulling what what I, I think uh, you know the smartest teams do against. Uh, when when Braid is at his peak, which is you, you just you've got to chew up so much clock. You just yeah. you have to be Here, a clock here's, monster. Here's the wild card, uh, wild card that I'll throw out there, and mm-hmm. that might have a chance to do what Mark was just talking about, and that's mm-hmm. San Diego. Uh, if, if Melvin Gordon is healthy, and you yeah. get Bosa yeah. back healthy with with him and Ingram on the defense, Rivers thrown to those guys on the offense, you, you know you may have a chance there to chew up that clock. And have a decent defense to kind of slow them down. I'm not. You're not going to stop them, obviously. No. But I mean, they got some guys that can slow them down, and they can chew. Well, up you hope clock to contain and, them, right? You hope to exactly contain the old proverbial classic. Hundred percent, yeah. dude. Hundred percent. Yeah. Because right now, as, as we as we talked about, I mean, I, I think there's really there's no. It feels pretty comfortably like there's no true elite defenses right now. Bears are probably the closest thing to it. Um, but Khalil Mack has to be healthy because he he wasn't healthy in that Patriots game and it showed. Exactly. I mean, exactly. yeah, but, they've given up over thirty the last two weeks to the Dolphins and the Patriots. So. Exactly. Exactly. So that that's where I just, I really don't think that there are any elite defenses right now. But there there's so you know and and beyond that, just I mean I don't know. Oh, that oh, really, any any defense can can shut out. Probably City, the. But, but, Mark, there are elite defenses. It's just when they play Nathan Peterman or <laughs> Derek Anderson. Might, yeah. Anybody <laughs> playing valid. elite defenses, anybody playing the Cardinals, the 49ers, and the Bills. Yes. And depending on how much John Gruden blows up the Raiders, maybe the Raiders. <laughs> yeah. And Carr sheds a tear. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm going to say San Diego is the dark horse because I, I just I, I don't they're, trust they're, they're, they're a valid I don't horse. trust you them. But how much I hate hate old Phil Rivers, so it's it pains me to, to to root for them, and I don't think that I do root for them or Rage ever will face. root for them. 
Yeah, but, but I, 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 I do agree that they're, they're a sneaky team in the AFC with, with Melvin Gordon, who's just an absolute beast right now. Gordon's a star. Uh, Rip, Rivers Absolutely. just needs to keep, keep throwing to somebody named Williams, and you know, it's, it's going to have success. I know. And, I know. Uh, yeah. yeah. By the way, fellas, yeah. the Chargers' only two losses are to the Rams and the Chiefs. Yeah, exactly. I That's mean, it. Yeah. And we're at a point in the season you can look at the Chargers and, and maybe you can take them a little bit more seriously. Again, in years past, they, they've started so slow. They, had, they right. always had issues digging out of that, and that's just not the case. You know, they, they had, they've had some quality wins, and they've got, you know, they've got, they withstood, they survived Tennessee. They've got deep threats. Obviously, Rivers is good. They've got deep threats. They've got running backs, and they beat Tennessee without Gordon. I mean, he was out. I, I don't. Yeah. All right. I, I'm just I, saying, I, as I'm, a dark horse, that's my. Point. I, I think. Yeah. If they caught him at the, you know, that's a team that maybe they get Bosa back. Maybe he's and that's going to make a difference if they get Bosa back. Absolutely. Um, ask Ohio State. Right. Oh, yeah, wait, ask, wrong Bosa. <laughs> that's okay. Still relevant. <laughs> yeah. 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 San Diego is a dark horse. I think that's legit. And they're capable. I, I don't trust them, but Tyrell Williams catching bombs, Mike Williams with an occasional thing, Keelan Allen beating the hell out of pylons. That was funny, <laughs> by the way. He kicked the crap out of that damn pylon when Mike Williams dropped that. Well, I, I, obviously I think he expected Rivers to throw it to him, but uh, Rivers threw it to Mike Williams in the end zone. And maybe it wouldn't, as, it wouldn't have been as big of an issue if Williams hadn't butterballed the damn thing. But, you know, they survived. And you, you think about what Cam Newton was saying with that Eagles game. You know what I mean? Like the DNA of a good team. And there was some drama late in this game. And, you know, Marcus Mariota looked like he was going to squeak in for a touchdown on third and goal. Got overturned on replay because his shoulder hit the ground. Um, and that's that's one of those very football that's so close kind of plays. And then, you know, Mariota had that touchdown, I think it was to uh, Luke Stocker. Yeah. And they went for the two-point conversion. They whiffed on the play. But then they got a defensive – there was a defensive holding on the Chargers. They got another attempt. And Mariota's pass got tipped and sailed out of the end zone. So they, they kind of survived that. But sometimes, you know, you need a, a couple of things to go your way. And the Chargers have had some things go their way. They obviously had some injuries. Uh, but they've got, they've got a, a, a good enough team. They've got a nice assembly, you know, of talent. Um, if they need it, if if it's going to be a point explosion, if they have Gordon and Eckler and you know William Squared and Keenan Allen and Rivers, you know Rage Face bombing all over the place, they can make a pretty entertaining go of it. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that one. Thanks for bringing that one up. That that's legit. That's legit. That's legit. And the longest shot would be Houston. I mean, you've got the defensive line, you got some decent linebackers, but the the back. The back end of that defense is not great right now. Well, but you, if you get Deshaun Watson actually healthy, it maybe, well, if maybe. Watson is healthy, because they're going to get, I think they've got some banged up running backs and they keep having beat up wide receivers. But if they could get Fuller and Hopkins and who's that other guy? Uh, Lamar Miller. Yeah, Lamar Miller, the the back and, the, and uh, Cootie. 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 Whatever, however you pronounce his name. If he's on field enough that we know how to pronounce his name, then he's doing a good job. They've got some. They've got some weapons too. They're they're just not all on the field, as Mark would have said last week, to matriculate the ball all the way down, right? Um, you know. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Hank, Hank Stram. Yeah, yeah. Matri- matriculate, matriculate. 
I like that. I can't believe you dropped that last week, Mark. You said <laughs> balls. Freaking matriculating. If you knew you were going to get big words this week in the sports brew. <laughs> salient. That's a good one. <laughs> Hopefully you, you've been studious with the sports brew. That should be a segment. <laughs> we can we can we can flip through random dictionaries and pick out big ass words we can use somehow. <laughs> big ass words. <laughs> yeah, that should be the segment name. Big ass words with the sports brew. <laughs> big ass words, with Sam Jackson. That's right. I I told I told Sarah today. Uh, Shannon, by the way, sugar is is the enemy of the people when it comes to little kids. And um, uh, yes, oh yes, my yes. god! So we were trying to we were trying to bribe Chloe into taking a taking a dump. <laughs> so we were, we were, we were, we were going to give her a, a lollipop for taking a lollipop, I suppose. But so we were trying to get her to poop, and so we we gave her a lollipop, right? And so of course Logan wanted some candy. We were like, oh well, no, you haven't earned any candy. So he, you know, he's big enough now. He went upstairs and totally. We I heard the glass top to the candy jar. <laughs> and so he went up and he got his own piece of candy his own piece of candy for for not doing anything but um anyway like the next 30 minutes was a, just a complete or maybe an hour was just a complete pain in the ass and so i'm like you know what you've got the sam jackson book you know go the go the f to sleep Heaven knows and i'm just thinking like we need another oh, book that's like you know sugar is the enemy or you know uh, some some way somehow we we need something about you know giving sugar to your kids, you know what I mean? It's just it it just make it it's just a, it's just a fail, it's dude. It's the devil. It's the devil, man. Should, <laughs> I swear to you, when when, the, when little kids have too much sugar, they're just such pains in the ass. Oh, they're they're freaking just assholes, dude. It's it's all there is to it. You, you love them, but good lord, lollipop. <laughs> Let me poop. Let me poop. Anyway, uh, dude. Oh, sugar makes sugar makes kids assholes. That's what it was. Yes. That that should be the book. I want Sam Jack. I told Sarah we need to write the book. Sugar makes your kid an asshole, and we needed to have <laughs> Sam Jackson narrate it. That was the plan. <laughs> Dear Logan. Oh, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Dear Logan. I just wanted to let you know that sugar makes you a dick. Thanks a lot. Love, Dad. <laughs> dear, dear Chloe, I'm glad that we attempted to bribe you with a lollipop to get you to poop. It failed. What didn't fail was the amount of ridiculousness that then ensued from a two-year-old, jumping, climbing, and acting the fool. Sugar makes you an asshole. Love, Dad. You know what I mean? But somehow, someway, we need Sam Jackson in there to totally just drop, put, put the proverbial cherry on top of that. You know? Shut the fuck Instead of this is a tasty burger, this is a tasty. Get the whatever. fuck out my face with that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No sugar. No sugar, man. When someone I... says, "Do you want sugar?" Mm-mm. 
then you hit that sound bite. No, I, I'm thinking. I'm I'm thinking. You know, I'm a believer that at this point, when we restock the candy jar, we need like sugar free candy. Cause I got a d asshole to kids, dude. You know what I mean? It's just it's like it's just it's not right. You're like I came home from a long day at work. You know, oh yeah, candy jar, half a piece of candy, and then it's just I mean, it's like a madhouse. If you give them candy, it's like a madhouse for an hour. Yeah, oh, it's ridiculous. I mean, they're thick head, they're thick headed, stubborn, and it's like a you know, it's it, it's too much. I'm dealing with a mini me. It's just it's just not it's just not good. <laughs> no. <laughs> They speak English and what? <laughs> it's not good, man. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I think my dog's pawing at the door. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was going to say on that note, Captain, I think uh, the old D-Stats got to matriculate up out, this, uh, up out this piece. Yeah, Grandpa, I got, I got a couple things for you as you matriculate out. All right, yeah. number one. <laughs> I just wanted to say, since we talked about the Boogermobile roaming the sidelines of Monday Night Football, and we were just talking about my kids, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going to say it. All right? You can pick your friends, you can pick your nose, but you shouldn't pick your friend's nose. And Booger should get the hell off the sideline in that damn thing. <laughs> get the hell out of here. But, Accurate. Yeah. Uh, but I laughed at Odell Beckham running off the field for a bit, and I chuckled because I'm like, was that a bathroom break? Or the Giants fielding trade offers during the game. I'm, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, I know, but but legitimately though, I have no grievance with the two point play. Um, I know people were were fooling about it, and uh, yeah, honestly, I'm surprised that the Monday Night Football commentators seemed so surprised and shocked and didn't seem to have grasped the concept of why they were doing it. And again. I, I don't want to overplay the thing with analytics. I think it matters, um, but there's a point you take it too far. However, that play was there. Um, Odell should have been able to hold on to that. Uh, so I'm good with the play call. And I like the aggressiveness at that particular point for the players. And, you know, Sherman was talking about in the postgame presser that scoring that two-point conversion incre- increased, you know, would have increased their odds of winning by 50%, which I thought was a pretty significant number, um, that they'd win with another touchdown. Because then all they need is an extra point, you know, yeah. at least until they gave up the field goal. So, I, you know, again, I haven't seen those numbers, but if he's referencing that there, I would like to think that he's basing that on solid information or else it's like, you know, common core football math, maybe, maybe. The other thing is that, and I saw in the chat, uh, obviously, I don't have grievance with a two-point play. What I don't, what I have a hard time wrapping my head around was the whole end-of-game end of sequence uh. where they had the two back-to-back quarterback sneaks with under a minute left. That one was really hard yep. be- because of the amount of time left. If you do that and you don't get it, you got a problem. But they did it twice, uh, and that was really tough. And I, I guess on one hand you go, well, you know what? They should be able to score on a damn quarterback sneak. And I, I want to say that Shermer, like he was getting asked to, excuse me, asked about it in the in the post game presser, and, it, and he said something. I got to paraphrase because I don't have the exact line, but. Basically, that the central idea is that they should be able to score on a quarterback sneak, and to think otherwise is a defeatist attitude. Okay, like I hear, I hear you, I hear you. So I don't have a problem with the two point play, but that was a point of curiosity. 
And when I watched that the end of that game again, dude, the Falcons, they looked like they had people running and jumping over the line. You know, so maybe there's a better way to handle that. It just I don't know. That, that one I have a little bit of a – that one I, I feel reasonable and kind of bitching about a smidge. And you're nodding your head, so I guess you weren't real thrilled with that end game sequence either. No, I mean I I, I didn't love the two point you know attempts, uh, but I was mortified by it. But the end of end of the game, the quarterback sneaks are just baffling. I mean, he did especially two back to back. I mean, it's just you know it gets the first time. I didn't agree with it there. You got Barkley in the back backfield. I think if you want to try one rush, rushing attempt, do it, but give it to the guy who's you know one of the best running backs in the league. Um, don't, don't, you know, the, the Giants had already been in the red zone multiple times without scoring. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously the red zone office is, is, is pretty ugly right now. So yeah, that, that was, you know, obviously, you know, still need to get a, uh, onside recovery, you know, it's like you're recovering no matter what, but yeah, that's, 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 you know, not, not very competent play calling. That one was tough. That one was tough. Cause it, it, it you know, I'd like to believe that when you're in a situation like that, that you essentially have two plays, you know yeah. what I mean? That you have two plays. And that, that was where I had a grievance with how the Eagles end of game looked like it played out matriculated. It just looked like something was off. And for this particular sequence for game management, again, I, I'm good with the two point conversion. I get that because even if you don't get the first one, if you, if they had held them to, if they hadn't given up the field goal, they score a touchdown they can essentially tie the game with another two-point conversion so they've got right. some opportunities i don't mind that one i'm good with that but that right then just now granted odell made a great catch he did sure and then you know obviously you got bailed out with your backdoor fantasy uh fantasy victory there so th- that's good for you uh, but and also, I don't know if you're aware, but the the line uh, it was you know it might have changed slightly throughout the week, but the primary betting line, which I had no, I didn't have either side. I had no betting stakes of the game, but it was minus minus for Atlanta. So, oh, so that that, bad beat. that 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 Giants you know score and two wing conversion at the ends just I'm sure infuriated some people because it meant nothing to the game. Nothing. But, it meant something to the betters. Enormously. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. All back to where all around. Yeah. Yeah. The, hey, man. Liquor in the front, poker in the rear. Um, <laughs> hey, oh. Hey, hey, oh. Hey. Oh, terrible. But I, I don't know. The, that one, I, I struggle with that because it, it just felt like they didn't. Did they not have anything else lined up? And he was like, ah, oh, screw it. We're just going to go with another quarterback sneak. It just, I don't know. Um, it was strange. It, it, it was strange. It, it, it looked really ugly, and and uh, yeah, just back to back, just made no sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they. I mean, they end up getting a touchdown, but by that point, they've bled so much clock. I mean, look, the likelihood that they get out of that and recover the onside kick, it's, we understand. Slim that, to none. We understand that that's slim to none. But right. if get, you but you want to give yourself the best chance. Yeah, I mean, if you're sub ten seconds, I mean, you've pretty much eliminated. You know, and you've you've got to basically yeah. scoop scoop and score with yeah. the yeah you know, with the, the onside. I mean, hey, it's, all, five, it's all good. All they cared about was giving D status winning fantasy. That's all they cared about. They did, <laughs> you know what? And they did. The New York Football Giants did D, DC D stat. They did you a solid, bro. They did me a solid, and they they screwed the Falcons better. So good good on them. See, that's a win. That's a that's a win for you. 
That's a win for you in a really effed up way. Apparently. So anyway, look, man. Hey, go ahead and get on out of here. I'm gonna check on my dog real quick. I hope you have a, a, a safe safe travels to Vegas. Have a great time. Have Thank a great time. Much. Certainly enjoy yourself. Uh, you know what was funny is uh, I was telling Sarah we were gonna record. You know, like Wednesday this week, and I was like, "Oh yeah, you guys are going to Vegas." And she's like, "You're not going to Vegas?" I was like, "Really?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "How about a little? How about you say something like that to me a little bit earlier?" <laughs> so, so, gentlemen, maybe next year. Good, yes, yeah, buddy. It has to happen. So uh, you, you, you maybe know your. Very honorary uh, attendee. Uh, I'd love to take a full sports trip. That'd be very cool. Minus we feel. Hey, I can't. Man. I can't. Um, oh, <laughs> oh, Shannon, I mean, you know, you got time. Wow. You got to plan. Wow. Savage. <laughs> Savage. <laughs> I can't get over what he just said. <laughs> yeah, like, Jerk it. <laughs> I haven't heard that one in a while. Yes. Got to give him a shit because he's not here. (laughs) Uh, I did try to call him. He didn't pick up. So. What? Yeah. Break free from not being on. Oh, Oh, no. Sleep, sleep, I'm sure. But, uh, but yeah, much appreciated. It will be epic. I'm sure that I will share pictures. Uh, If I I put down any big bets or if we put down any big bets, we'll be sure to share share our uh, tickets. And, uh, yeah. We'll have, make sure we have a few stories from when we return. And are you sticking with Red Sox and five? Yes, Red Sox and five. Okay, so you're going to go Red Sox and five. I'm going Red Sox and six. Shannon, are you also Red Sox and six? That is correct, sir. And Whitfield was what? Red Sox and seven. seven. Red Sox and seven? Randy, are yes. you committing anything? I mean, even before the series started, I was going to pull for the Red Sox just because... I, once the Brewers were out, I didn't really have a National League team that I really felt comfortable with, so I was going to go Red Sox anyway. Huh. In terms of number of games, uh, I mean it's I a little bit of a playing, cheat. <laughs> it's a little bit of a I mean, cheat now because we're two games in, but right. But I mean, if this momentum keeps up, I'll say five. So, side note, and and you know what, the gentleman sweep wouldn't be a shock, right, fellas? I mean, look. Right. The Red Sox whooped up on the Astros, whooped up on the Yankees, and those were the teams with the second and third most wins, right? And they, they won those series 3-1 and 4-1. So, True. you know. Uh, Lindy, Lindy will take the Red Sox in four. That's really what he's saying. He was saying that the Dodgers were only getting one win. He, that's that's what Lindy was actually saying. Lindy, you're taking the Red Sox in five. We understand the message now. We just needed a point of clarification. Thank you. Where you at, Thank but... you. There you go. I've heard of the Bill O'Reilly factor. I didn't know that was the Lindy factor. (laughs) Anyway, there you go. There you go. All right, Mark, go get some rest, man. Uh, Have fun in Vegas, and we'll catch you on the uh, we'll catch you on the rebound once you're back. Yeah, I was getting getting ready to say back in R back in the RBA, <laughs> but uh, back back to being DC D stats. So uh, yeah, man, have fun, man. Have a good safe travel, safe trip. We'll get you a little later. Uh, go get some rest, dude.
Yeah, much appreciated, folks. I'll be talking to you. Peace right. out. Late. Yeah. See ya. All right. Uh, obviously, we need to do some wrap up thoughts. We had a uh, a pretty uh, beastly segment. I mean, we're at a buck fifty on that, so obviously we're not doing another segment. We're just doing wrap up stuff. Uh, but um, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind a very a very brief uh, bathroom break. Uh, and, and I would like to. I would like to have one more beer uh, before we're at shutdown o'clock. Sounds so, good to me. There you go. All right, cool. Uh, we'll just pause and we'll come right back. Whoop whoop. Cool. All right, cool. Yes, sir. Just a quick little pause. We can stretch our legs and uh, relieve the old bladders, man. All those saluted clocks, man. They do. They do add up. <laughs> they get to you eventually. Yes, so, man, I tell you what. I tell you what. Uh, su- surprise appearance by Whitfield late. It's like he's a reliever coming in to shut this thing down, man. Look at that. Who knew? Who Just knew? Call me Matt Kimbrell. Yeah, yeah. I was think. I was thinking that uh, you were totally going for this taco. Uh, who was it that stole the base or whatever? Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts, man. I was thinking uh, you, you totally you were totally rocking that free taco from Mookie Betts. And that's why you had that gas bubble blowing up in you. <laughs> oh. Just saying. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Blowing in and blowing out. Yeah. Dude, I wouldn't touch that taco with a 10-foot pole. That thing just, I've tried one of those. That thing's nasty. Uh, well, you know. Uh, there's food. No, I mean, look back in the day. I love some Taco Bell. I love some Taco Bell back in the day. We used to go, uh, when we were at Benedictine, we, we had off campus lunches and we would go to Willow Lawn (laughs) and go to the Taco Bell Willow Lawn. And like, you know, you just load up, you would get like, you just load up on crunchy tacos. You know what I mean? And it was fun. It was great. But as an adult, it needs to be, I've been out drinking and I eat Taco Bell. Not, you know what I mean? Not, I'm just going to go have Taco Bell. Yeah. It doesn't always work out uh, in your favor. So, just saying, but that's okay. Taco Bell after a night of drinking. Doesn't that sound familiar, Shannon? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't that your birthday? Yes, Yes. it was. (laughs) I do like, uh, did you see where Brock Holt actually apologized to Taco Bell for saying it Mm -hmm. would have him on the toilet all night? (laughs) Yeah. I read that. <laughs> That's fantastic. I mean, he's uh, only speaking the truth. So. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, he's speaking the truth, or uh, or oh, no. if I can find Uh-oh. if I can find the right. I got too much going on over here. Great day. Holy moly! Nope, that's not the right. Where is this uh, tab? Oh, here you go. I'm just saying. Let me poop, can't hold it in anymore. Let me poop. What? Let me poop. Oh no, what did you find? I just realized this is the perfect time to have. Wait a second, wait a second. Daddy shark to do to do to do. Daddy shark. <laughs> Grandma shark do 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 do. Grandma shark do 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 do. Grandma shark. Taco Bell do 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 do. Taco Bell do 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 do. Taco Bell do 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 do. Take a dump do 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 do. Take a dump do 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 do. Take a dump. Taco. It run away. 
And of course, all this talk of Taco Bell, there's, they're building one right by my work, so I'm like, uh, I'm in trouble now. Taco Shark, do 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 Taco Shark, do 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 Taco Shark. There you go. <laughs> Got to poop, 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 poop. Oh, oh, you know what was funny? Uh, and Shane, and I, I would hope that you will appreciate this. That Matt, you weren't here for the story earlier, but we were bribing, we were trying to bribe uh, Chloe with a lollipop to get her to poop, and so uh, I totally broke out. <laughs> I totally broke out some salt and pepper, dude. Oh my god! Did it work at least? <laughs> hey, and you know what, Justin? Do, 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 do. If it's sitting there hanging like a dingleberry, all she has to do is shake it off. Oh. oh. <sighs> that's look. I know. I know. That's because you're hoping that dingleberry, when you shake it off, that that thing's gonna break free. Yes, sir. And that hopefully, once that breaks free, that she uh-huh. is that she has let it all go. Yep. That's right. And that once she starts, that once she starts, buddy, that nothing, and I mean nothing, is gonna stop her. <laughs> fart the fart, buddy. Fart to fart. <laughs> Take this shit forever. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Nothing's gonna plop us now. Oh my god. Anyway, well, that was an interesting segment, to say the well, least. I mean, if we, if we want to continue on that trend, we can talk about our single ply defense of the week. Or you said Ohio that? State. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were going to say Michigan State walking across the field. That seemed to be a single ply defensive line there. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Uh, side note, uh, all kidding aside for a second, all kidding aside for a second as we're sitting here bullshit and acting the fool, um, I think we have to raise a glass and uh, tip of the cap to uh, Purdue, uh, by the way, for absolutely dropping a hammer. And I know this is a real big shift because we were just acting completely ridiculous a minute ago. But as we're wrapping up and winding down, uh, I think we have to give, you know, some, some res- put some respect on it. Uh, for Purdue, not only pounding Ohio State forty nine twenty, man, just laying the lumber on the Buckeyes, dude. Uh, Ohio State had seventy six rushing yards, by the way, the fewest in a game under Urban Meyer. Okay, so this was like the proverbial perfect storm of fail for Ohio State and just a big bag of beatdown um, from Purdue. But I thought this was a, a fantastic dedication for Tyler Trent, uh, the Purdue sophomore that was at the game that had to leave school due to his fight against bone cancer, and uh, you saw lots of signs and. Uh, Damn straight, uh, the Boilermakers were certainly Tyler Strong in this matchup. So, uh, certainly a boiler up for Tyler Trent. Cheers. Salute. And Shannon, didn't you say he was going to be on with SVP? Yeah, I have it recording. So, I he had a, they had talked to each other, I guess, on Saturday or something, yeah. traded notes, and he was like, I should be on the show. And Scott's like, okay. All right. Come on. Come on. 
As I love SB, SVP, dude. Time is an essence of that. Oh, of course. His his cancer is uh, terminal, yeah. so mm. the sooner the better, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 no. Keep going. I, I, I had asked you. I was but, uh, I, I was just gonna say how you know. I, and it's so funny. Like a lot of times, I set my uh, DVR to record Sports Center, and really, what I mean for it to record is is Sports Center with Scott Van Pelt because yes. that that's the Sports Center I, that I really enjoy. The other ones are are, are, are okay, but SVP like Scott Van Pelt, I, I really enjoy his like his Sports Center. You know what I mean? The dude cracks me up. I think he's very funny. I love Stanford Steve. I like how he presents stuff. <laughs> I, I like his personality. Um, and, you know, but that's a great thing to see. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I don't know if I set my DVR for it, but I'll have to catch it on YouTube. But that's uh, that's good, man. That, that was nice to see that song with the in the locker room, and certainly in, in some post game interviews. Uh, that's a tough thing, man. That's a that's a tough thing um, to go through in the fight in the battle. But you know, Tyler, enjoy that one, bud. Yeah, a kid's sharp too. I mean, sharp mind. It's just that you know the the cancer is just overtaking his body, and mm-hmm. you know it hasn't touched his mind yet. But it's it's it unfortunately it's just you know it's just taking away his ability to you know move around. And if you feel for a kid like that because he's yeah. bright, and of course Tom Rinaldi does the story on Saturday morning. It. You know, it may have gotten a little dusty in the room at the time, but cutting onions, buddy. Dude, man, Tom Rinaldi will make any man cry. That dude just finds these stories, and and Tyler, dude, just you know, keep fighting the fight. Keep fighting the fight. I was trying to scroll back. By the way, if you've never, if you have not seen Rondell Moore of Purdue, do yourself a favor and watch them this week at Michigan State. That kid is electric. Is that the back? Nice receiver, dude. The back is Knox. Uh-huh. But Rondell Moore is the guy who broke all those tackles in the fourth quarter. I was going to say, uh, uh, you said uh, Tom Rinaldi will make you cry? Yeah. Dude, you can't let uh, Derek Carr tune into anything that Rinaldi's doing. <laughs> Just saying. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it. Well, so much for your one and done with this one. I lied. Uh, yeah, you did. That one, it, it, it was too good. It was too good. Maybe it's one episode of that. It was too good. I couldn't pass that up on the rebound there. Couldn't do it. Look, I can't help it if Derek Carr got a damn theme song. That's not my fault. You are correct. It isn't your fault. On the bright side, at least I can actually get his damn name right now instead of calling him David Carr. (laughs) Though the way this season's gone for them, he's almost about as shell-shocked as his brother is. Yeah, pretty close. It just took... uh, Well, at at least his mascara doesn't run. No, I'm just kidding. Or his eyeliner. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I that remember w- that from his rookie season. You were like, is that dude wearing mascara? Yeah. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he looks a little pretty. It's kind of funny. By, by the way, fellas, I can't believe I'm going to bring this up again. Uh-oh. But did y'all see the end of the ODU Western Kentucky game? Did not. Yes. Good Lord. So, Western Kentucky is getting ready to kick a game-winning field goal. 
And it, it's windy in Kentucky that night. It was windy at the UK game. It's windy in Bowling Green. It was really windy. Gusts up to 40 miles an hour. So Western Kentucky kickers in there, kicks it. It's short. Penalty. 12 men on the field. Mm-hmm. So Western Kentucky gets a second chance. And, of course, they go out kick it. Old Dominion sends a guy back, a la kick six, Auburn-Alabama game from a few years ago. So he, short again, guy catches it and is running it back and gets to about the 20-yard line, and the guy who was tackling him grabs his face mask. So a third untimed down results in Old Dominion kicking a field goal to win the game. How about that? I've Lord. never seen that before in my life. That was just insanity. The end of that game was just insane. I mean, it, it for all intents and purposes, it should have gone to overtime, but three untimed downs when you didn't have the ball and then you win. I mean, right? If this, ever. If ever. Isn't it amazing? We've talked about all two of Old Dominion's wins this year. That's impressive. <laughs> They're two and six. Wins over Western and Virginia Tech. Hey man. Got gotta give gotta give the, the you know area some love. I guess speaking of Virginia uh, giving Virginia some love, we'll actually give Virginia some love. Good job beating Duke twenty eight fourteen, by the way. There, hey, you there you go. UVA football, five and two. And waiting on that top 25, man. They got UNC this weekend. Mm-hmm. Don't know if they're going to cover that nine and a half, Mark. Wink, wink. Wink, uh, wink. But they should <laughs> win that game. Is anybody going to give give away free tacos if they do? Uh, Probably not. I just, I just want to know. <laughs> I mean. Mommy shark. Anyway. <laughs> no. No. Hey. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. I never thought I could feel so free. There's a song for your gas bubble, Whitfield. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> Believe it or not, he's gassy. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> How rank was that when it finally left your body? Just curious. I did it in the car, actually. Where are you sitting at? Melissa had to stop. Melissa had to stop. Car was so rank. She had to stop. Yikes. That's rough. (laughs) Nothing's going to stop us now except Whitfield's gas bubble. (laughs) Right? Good job. Good effort. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. Whitfield, are you sticking with your World Series prediction? What did you have? Uh, Red Sox and seven? Was that yours? You sticking six. with it? And six? God, so that mm-hmm. makes... Uh, I'm going six, Shannon's going six, and you're going six. Great Uh-oh. day. Yikes. Uh-oh. It's Uh-oh. the mark of the devil. <laughs> That's not exactly a good number. <laughs> <laughs> no. Perhaps not. <laughs> well, Halloween is coming up. Uh, Very that's, true. That's true. Uh, Whitfield, what's your two sentence Halloween review? <laughs> uh, the best way to put it 
is um, a guy that me and Randy follow. Uh-huh. It said, it's like a high school reunion. There was a lot of it that you loved, but it could have been better. Well, is it worth seeing? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's worth seeing. I'd give it a, on a one through five, I'd give it a strong four. I didn't agree with the ending. Well, you don't have to agree but with other, the ending. I'm not going to, yeah. But other than that, very well made. John Carpenter's music hit it right at the right times. You know, it was real good. All right. Anyway, look, look, you, you got six. Shannon's got six. I got six. Molly Crew, man. Shout out to Devil, buddy. <laughs> it's no sweet Caroline, but what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Too bad we're not having Devil's backbone tonight. Oh, that'd be a point. Right. Look, Shannon. I, I will say, Shannon. I don't think Shannon. Talk- Shannon. Don't Sorry. go just because we don't have Devil's Backbone, man. Don't don't go Derek Carr on me, okay? Don't do it. Oh Lord. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's my teammate, man. It's my I, quarterback. I watched the re- <laughs> yeah, it's my quarter. I watched the replay of that man. They traded my teammate. He looked like he was. He looked like he was. You know how your like your kids like they 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 start to cry and they're like <laughs> like that. I don't even know what you call that. It's it's sniffling, right? Yeah. You know, he totally looked like he was doing that after that hit from the Seahawks and he was getting up. I mean, I I don't. I'm not saying that he was crying. I'm just saying the video of that. It looks like he has a little bit of the <laughs> going on right there. I'm just saying, fair or not, fair or not. I mean, if we were there, we'd probably be crying. Oh, yeah, probably, I mean, but we weren't. We're not. We're also not getting paid however many millions of dollars he is. So, I mean, where, where's Tom Hanks? There's no crying. There's yeah. no crying at football. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Lester uh. T.O., yeah. That's my quarterback. <laughs> That's my quarterback. You traded my teammate, man. Uh, Rando side note, and, and I learned this watching PTI. Thanks, Bob Costas, by the way. Always good for some uh, really in- interesting historical footnotes. The Dodgers and the Red Sox last met in the World Series in 1916, uh, which generally you think of the storied uh, you know history of both franchises. That seems unusual. Uh, but the Dodgers were the Robins at that point, and they actually played the World Series at the Boston Braves Stadium, not Fenway Park, which opened in 1912 because the Boston Braves Stadium had a larger capacity. So that's where they elected to play the game. So this will be the first time that the Dodgers and Red Sox play at Fenway Park in the World Series. Historical reference. Babe Ruth was still at... What? Babe Ruth was, Babe Ruth yeah. was still with Boston at that yeah. point. So this would be one of those where DSAT's like the analytics are irrelevant. You know what I mean? Like don't <laughs> don't reference anything from the you know law, the the Robins. If you're pulling any stats from the Robins, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Just stop, <laughs> stop. Uh, anyway, maybe Lenny Dykstra is still having some cheeseburgers somewhere. By the way, yeah. I did see that Lenny Dykstra gave Chad Kelly life advice today. If your life has gotten to the point that Lindy Dykstra's giving you advice, you're doing you it wrong. Up. You me- you messed up. <laughs> you're not doing it right, friend. You no. messed up. You're doing it wrong if yeah. Lindy Dykstra is giving you life advice. That's it. That's it. I mean, he didn't tell him to eat a tre- cheeseburger, but you know. 
Nice. <laughs> uh, Winfield, do me a favor. Call your shots for the Rams and the Packers, man. Real quick. Ooh. That <laughs> high scoring game. Yeah. Defense has looked like it's tightened up a little bit, a little on Green Bay side. Uh huh. I just, I can't pick them. That's okay. I, I can't pick them because, in my in my honest opinion, I think that McCarthy's kind of going a little bit too conservative with the offensive play calling, mm-hmm. and then right at the final quarter quarter and a half. He's opening the playbook up instead of just gas to the um, to the pedal and everything at the beginning. I've only seen one drive all season where he looks like he's gone come right out so, and done that and then gone conservative. So what you're telling me is you're not feeling the Packers upsetting the Rams this weekend? No. Okay. Unfortunately, Fair no. enough. Uh, side note, um, on the Amari Cooper trade to the Cowboys – I love this tweet. Shannon, thanks for retweeting this, by the way. I thought it was great. And it was uh, <laughs> from at NFLRT. Uh, it said, the Cowboys lost to Jay Gruden on Sunday and John Gruden on Monday. <laughs> 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 I thought that was absolutely fan-freaking-tastic. Loved that. Loved that. Hey, anyway. Anytime, anytime the Cowboys lose, it's a good day. Hey, you know, pfft. As as a Redskin fan and a Packers fan, the answer to that, yes, <laughs> yes. Ice Cube. It, it was is. a good day. It was a good day. It was a good day. Uh, Whitfield. I'm not uh, sold on a trade. Well, no, well, no. I I don't know. I mean, you can certainly argue, you know, drop drop rate percentage with Cooper. Um, he is young. You know, you have that. Uh, I, I don't really view Dallas as a contender this year. Uh, I think we're at the point with the development of Dak that, uh, you know, the run game is good. Offensive line is solid. The defense has been better. I, I think pretty good, um, and with Dallas, but, but Dak's the limiting factor mm-hmm. and, you know, Cole Beasley's a good player, but if he's your he's one, one, if he's your one, you got a problem. So you know they need somebody that can serve as the de facto one. They haven't really recovered from Witten's retirement and the demise of Des Bryant. And you can certainly talk about you know Des and Dak not working that well together. Uh, Des and Romo were on the same page. Des and Dak were not. And some of that might be more indicative of uh, or more reflective of the kind of quarterback that Dak is, and maybe where Des was at this point in his career. It's not like he's lighting the world on fire with another team. I mean, he's nowhere. He, he's, you know, on his keister or on his couch somewhere. I think but, this trade puts a lot of pressure, more pressure on Dak versus well, Cooper. Yeah, but, I mean, it, not this year. I mean, you, you can't expect somebody to come in midseason. You know, he's got to learn the playbook. There's some stuff there. I mean, maybe he can contribute, um, but you're going to have to give him at, at least, I would think, at least a month to get acclimated and and then get up to speed and then you kind of see where they're at. I'm okay with the move. I mean, it's a steep price to pay. Uh, We'll see how it plays out, but this is certainly an acknowledgement that they needed something else. They needed, they needed a a legit, another wide receiver. Um, Is Cooper going to be that guy? I don't know. I'm not sold on. I like Dak. I'm not sold on him. 
at this point. Um, certainly flashed some promise and some potential coming in, but has he grown his game enough? And no. he can certainly do the RPO stuff, but it, is that enough? You know, depending on how they want to play call and how well they execute. So there's a need for somebody like Cooper. It really becomes a question of, was that a fair price? And you're not going to know that until some time elapses. And then it's going to be, what do the Raiders do with the pick that they got? And what do the Cowboys do with Cooper? And then when his contract is up, because he has one more year after this current season, if I remember correctly. Next year would be his fifth-year option. Yeah, his fifth-year option. And then what does he do this season, next season, and then what do they have to pay him going forward? So we can't fairly evaluate it yet. But on the surface, it kind of the the upfront reaction is that Gruden got him. Well, the thing about it, I, I think, I mean, you saw it in the Redskins game; they were putting ten in the box against. Stop Zeke. Make make uh, Dak beat you. Yeah, of course. Dallas, make and Dak pretty beat much you. Daring Dak to throw it. Make make Dak beat you. I mean, they 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 yeah. got that one play with Gallup, and you know he had some productivity, but I mean they bottled him up fairly effectively and. You know, obviously, you know, getting the strip sack late in that game was really what made the difference. So I don't think anybody views at this point, you look at Dak saying, we expect him to beat us over the top. He, you know, he's going to spray it. You know, he's going to spray the, you know, just the ball over the, all over the defense and, and just move it, you know, old pitch and catch all over, excuse me, pitch and catch all over the place. I don't I think, don't think I don't think he, I, even, you don't look at you're not you're not threatened by Dak the passing quarterback. No. You know what I mean? So no, maybe 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 Cooper opens that up a little bit, but his drop percentage is a cause for concern and we'll we'll see. So uh results TBA. Mm-hmm. TBA. Or TBD. Either way. Both work. <laughs> Both work. Anyway. All right. Well, let's uh, well, let's wrap up and shut this down and get the heck out of here. So, uh, uh, Randy, you got any wrap-up thoughts for the week that was or the week that will be? Well, um, one thing that uh, did happen during the week, I know we don't talk wrestling but so much. Um, oh, Roman that's Reigns, That's yeah. a buck to Roman Reigns yeah. for having to fight leukemia. Uh, didn't realize he'd had it for 11 years and that it was in remission that it crept back into his life recently. So, mm. so he's proven that he can beat it. So I'm pretty sure he'll do it again, but best of luck. Yeah. It, that actually made the, uh, um, I, the friend of mine texted me, one of my coworkers, um, he left to take a job with, uh, one of the local police departments doing tech support, but we worked together for a while and he was a big wrestling guy. He, he went to WrestleMania. He had, you know, like the he'd come back from his trips to WrestleMania, and he had like the belts and all that stuff. So he was a hoot. And you know, I, I'm not super overly attached to wrestling. I enjoyed it a lot as a kid, but uh, I, I still, you know, it's still entertaining. It's still kind of fun. Um, but for Roman Reigns to come out, I mean, and he here he is talking about his battle with leukemia, and I thought it was it was very moving. I thought it was very touching and. If you didn't know, that actually made that was on the NBC National Nightly News. Wow! Yeah, which I was mm-hmm. I was surprised at, but uh, you know, I, I mean, it, it's certainly relevant and it's certainly a powerful thing. 
and uh, I, I think it's fair to certainly wish him the best. Uh, it's it's unfortunate he had to relinquish his his title, but you'd like to believe that somebody that is in that kind of condition, that has that kind of attitude, and um, is going to work his ass off to you know beat you know beat leukemia. But to be a a vocal, really kind of a centerpiece or a a, a vocal, you know, I'm trying to think of the, of the best way to put it. For somebody that's that can kind of be a champion of that for other people going through that, um, that yeah. might be one of the most significant matches he has. So if that makes sense, yep. and mm-hmm. for him to be able to do mm-hmm. that to lead that kind of a fight, and for other people to identify, for him to identify with them and be a champion for them and for himself, I think is is a really significant thing. And so I certainly, and I would imagine we all do, wish him the best in that uh so roman reigns certainly raising a raising a glass to you best wishes and good luck and we know you're going to battle your ass off uh for that and do everything that you can do and i certainly wish for the best outcome for you god watching the people in the in the crowd when he was telling them i mean there were people with tears running down their face oh yeah yeah. Well, at first they thought it was a work, and then all of a sudden, just every the realization that this is not Roman Reigns, this is Joe, the coming out and just bearing his soul to everybody, what he's going through. Yeah. No, this is a good good pull. I had it in my yeah, notes. I, I, yeah, good pull. Go I ahead, had Matt. Text Randy and asked him, was he watching? And he mm-hmm. said, no. Nah. I think you said you you had to gym or something, and. And then I told you, and you're like, no way. And I was like, yeah, because I looked, and there was nothing mm-hmm. about it. Like, Roman Reigns was going to start Raw or anything like that. Yeah. So I think only a very select few, even in the back, probably knew about it. I think, I mean, his family knew. I think Vince knew. I think probably Triple H and maybe Stephanie knew. But other than that, or... Uh, some creative people. I don't think hardly a lot of anybody knew. Well, everybody knows now. Yeah. So, you know, he can be the face of, uh, he can be the face of that. And, you know, it takes a very, very strong and a very, you know, not everybody can, can shoulder that kind of a burden and, and to be very public and to be very out and kind of honest about that kind of a battle or that kind of a struggle. Because, I mean, that, that's a lot to bear. It's a big burden to bear. So, um, it's twofold. One is his own personal battle with leukemia. And then I think part of what makes it so significant is his willingness to share that with the public and then to really be a face of that battle. And that I think deserves, you know, we, we joke around about put some respect on it, you know, uh, but that I think definitely earns that. And again, uh, you know, you, you just, you hope for the best outcome uh, for him and, you know, I, I think that's the best. I think that's the best way to look at it. Certainly, slug one back in his honor for that one. Good reference, Randy. Good pull, uh, Shannon. For you, uh, did, you know, any, any, any last kind of takeaways or impressions from the week that was or the week that will be? I uh, hope Kentucky figures out their quarterback situation and uh, beat Missouri on Saturday. Good call, Whitfield. The week that was or the week that will be? I'd love to see Green Bay uh, pull it off this weekend. Just don't see it, though. Um, would love to see a sweep. 
of the um, Boston over. Not a gentleman's sweep, yeah. but a flat, just a stone cold four zero. Stone cold four zero. No. I mean, I hate the. I hate the I, hate I do not like the Dodgers at all. So to see a sweep would uh, bring me warm, tingly feeling inside. So maybe Another. those two things are happening. Maybe they won't. So a Red Sox Dodgers <laughs> sweep or a free Mookie Betts taco will make you feel warm and tingly. <laughs> I will and- not touch a. Loco Toco, whatever it is. Do it now. <laughs> you idiot. I Stop know. being such a pussy. <laughs> Listen, Arm, I ain't trying to get started with you this late at night. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it, daddy. <laughs> That's what, what I told my do? gas bubble earlier. Stop <laughs> it. You want to oh. fuck with me? Now you said yeah. pop it. <laughs> yes, pop it. <laughs> Chill out. So don't give me that crap. Oh, shit. That's yeah. what it, Yeah. So shut up! Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> You've just been erased. You idiot! <laughs> Here you go. It's nice to break out some like rando Arnold just for just for fun, man. What? <laughs> what the fuck did I do wrong? <laughs> you ate a taco. That's what you did wrong. That's what. You, that's what you did wrong, man. <laughs> Jerkass. That's right. It's <laughs> a great line, man. Shut the fuck up! Anyway. <laughs> oh, all right. So, by week that was, certainly enjoying the Redskins' victory. And from the week that will be, um, I hope that uh, I hope that the Packers do make a game of it. Um, I don't have any real big – I don't have any strong issues with the Dodgers. Uh, my lean is still towards the Red Sox. So, I would imagine by the next time we record, the World Series is done. Um, I'm, I'm going to stick with uh, I'm going to stick with six. I would think that the Dodgers can find a way to win a couple at home, uh, but uh, I don't know. Worst case scenario, I'm thinking gentlemen's sweep. I'm thinking gentlemen's sweep. They'll hold form three one four one four one again. And uh, mm-hmm. again, Lindy, Lindy, your salute. You're not calling us number one. You are merely reflecting the amount of games the opponents will win in every series against the Red Sox this postseason. Now we know. And as G.I. Joe used to tell us, knowing is half the battle. That's right. That's right. So for that. What can I say except you're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) Anyway. All right, guys. From all of us, all of you, thanks for listening. And uh, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. As always, you can find us keywords or sports and brew. Whether that's Google Play or LiveSportsCaster.com or certainly our home feed on Podbean available through iTunes or Live Sportscaster. I mean, there's lots of different ways, man. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting us. Uh, you know, Matt, I'm glad you popped up. That's kind of a hoot. We were giving you rafts of crap uh, along the way just for good measure. So it's nice to actually hear your voice and see you for a couple of minutes. You know. Oh, thank you, sir. I love that show. I know you did. <laughs> anyway, uh, I guess only the sports crew would go out on that what? damn song close. What go out on? Go out with that one? <laughs> yeah. No. Well, I mean, in honor of Matt not being able to, like, get the gas out, you could do the anaconda fart version. 
Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just gonna Google Anaconda fart. I'm not, I know that's gonna I know that's gonna trigger it. Let's see if I remember where the best one was. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> there you go, Whitfield. Uh oh. Uh oh. Juicy. <laughs> or you know, you know, Shannon, that was quite the pull of the finger. That is. <laughs> hey, Nay. See what you did there. Taco shark do 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 taco shark do 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 taco shark do 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 taco shark. Boy, I tell you, when it goes to hell in a handbasket, it goes to hell in a handbasket, doesn't it? Oh my God! It's what happens when three of us pick the Red Sox and six. And here, I, I, I thought we were going to talk about me wearing a gigantic neck roll, like, neck warmer, neck donut. And I was going to totally be like, yeah, man. That's where I was going to go with the neck roll. And that got all blown up by Taco Shart and Matt's Gas Bubble. So, if you had all that pegged, take a shot. I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, not gonna that. lie, I don't think we've ever had so much. <laughs> say it again, Randy. I was gonna say I don't think we've ever had an episode of the sports where we've had so much shit and fart and farting in the in one entire episode before. Yeah. It's crazy. That's amazing. I would imagine though if Derek Carr had been in the in the car <laughs> with Whitfield as he expressed that gas bubble <laughs> that he would have shed a few tears. Oh my gosh. Anyway, there you oh go. Or he would have gotten knocked the F out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true story. Like his brother. What? Like his brother. Like his brother. My God. Matt dropping ass and deboing everybody in the car. You got knocked the fuck out, man. Give me my gut. <laughs> anyway, all right, on that note, I think it's our time. From all of us to all of you, enjoy the forthcoming, whatever it may be, the World Series, the football. I would imagine nobody's really going to enjoy Thursday Night Football because that looks like a gigantic bag of shit, uh, much like last week was. Well, actually, you can't be worse than last week, can it? Don't uh, say that cause it always can be. It shouldn't jinx it. Well, Virginia Tech and Georgia Tech play. <laughs> Hopefully that's a little better with that triple option. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The triple option sounds like one of my favorite ex girlfriends. No, I'm just kidding. But I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach, you idiot. <laughs> we shouldn't talk about fisting on this, Justin. Whoa! 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 That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a. Can't do it. I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, <coughs> we'll do it live. Fuck it. 
do it live. I can triple live, and we'll do it live. Yeah, triple options. Now you got me wondering which one you consider. Now I'm going through your extended list of girlfriends in my mind and everything. Good, good luck narrowing that one down, friend. Good luck. Good luck. All right, from all of us to all of you, we are the Sports Brew. Enjoy your weekend. We will catch you on the flip side. For right now, peace, peace out, y'all. Or as we like to say, good night now. See it Late. Shit out. <laughs> we'll be up to like two and a half hours, three hours. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Uh, yeah, two and a half. There it is. The classic timestamp. We'll finish it in an hour 45 or two. Nope. Two and a half hours. I don't even know. Wasn't that the first segment of hour 45? <laughs> yep. Yep. The first segment was an hour and 45 minutes. Take the over. Take the, take the over. Triple option understands. <laughs> on that note. We'll catch you on the flip side. Good night now. That's enough. Goodbye. <laughs> Shut it down. Shut it down, baby. Shut it Shut down. Shut it down. That's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs>